Welcome back. Episode four. We made it. I can't believe it. As always, I am Gary. I'm also here with... Bear. Brandon. Brandon. Thank you, as always, for being here. Sorry, Brandon, for cutting you off. I'm a dick like that. Anyway, thanks again to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Wes Anderson Music on Facebook and give him a follow on Twitter at Wes underscore infinite. We also have our first sponsor. Can you guys believe that? We have a sponsor? We have a sponsor. Yeah, buddy. Who is it? It is All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Well, thank you, Allware. That's very nice that you're our first sponsor. Yes, and if you are interested in getting some OTL merch, we are hoping to have this up and available in September. Uh, They also work with schools, teams, and businesses and provide many different types of clothing from jackets, hats, pants, shorts, shirts, pullovers, coats, hoodies, dress shirts, you name it, they have it. We also have their contact information as well as hours of operation on our Twitter and Facebook page. And if you are interested in doing business with them, Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and the owner, Brandon, will give you a great deal on your clothing needs. Wait, the Brandon that we have? No, God, no. No, you not think, me. You not think me. this Brandon can own a business? I mean, is it a Notre Dame gift shop business? Absolutely not. It is not a Notre Dame gift shop business. I don't even think he would sell Notre Dame clothing. What it a, should be. What about a hometown buffet? Now, now that would do some business right there. Aw, banana. <laughs> So, since we're talking about stories, this one time we're at Hometown Buffet. This had to have been, what, eight, nine years ago? Oh, yeah. Anything yeah, we were with, uh, it was me, Brandon, and Ryan, and uh, the ex-wife, yeah. and we were at Hometown Buffet, and Brandon goes up to get him a dessert after he had 14 plates of food, <laughs> and he comes back and he says, oh, man, I can't wait to smash this pudding, and he gets into it thinking it's vanilla and just, oh, banana. It, it looked delicious, so, I, yes, I thought it was vanilla, and I get down, and yes, there was, oh, banana. Well, the, the best part of this whole story is that, Gary, we got the same dessert, and we both go, all right, banana. <laughs> all right, banana, yeah. And Brandon, oh, banana. I think Brandon was just confused that they had vanilla wafers in banana pudding, which is a traditional thing for banana pudding, but Brandon didn't seem to know about that. I was in a food coma from, like you said, the previous 14 minutes <laughs> of food that I had, so... Well, by the way, uh, should we change our name from Over the Line Sports to Over the Line Cooking? Because I feel like this is where we just keep going with food. Over the Line Food, Over the Line, you know, the shows we watch on TV. Because it sounds like, you know, what's going on with you guys? It sounds like, Barry, you had a great time yesterday. What did you do? I heard you were with Hot Friend again. I I was, yeah. Um, She conned me into watching The Bachelorette last night. Oh, conned you? What do you mean conned you? Held me against my will. Uh, Came over. Now, hold on. Almost to gunpoint. Now, didn't you, almost to gunpoint, didn't you invite her over? Why don't you come over and watch The Bachelorette with me, hot friend? Why don't you come? No, I, I, that did not happen. I, she came over, broke into my house, pretty much put a weapon to my head and said, you're watching The Bachelorette with me tonight. And I was like, okay. So it was hot friend in the living room with the lead pipe if I was looking to see if something happened to you? I mean, if this was Clue, yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But... I did pick the winner last night. Um, Garrett, I think his name was. So congrats, Garrett. It sounds like uh, you guys haven't been divorced yet watching that crap last <laughs> night um, that I probably will never watch again. But uh, good job. Uh, you outdid Blake, who is a schizo. So congrats, bro. Um, enjoy maybe getting married, probably getting broken up with here in the next, I don't know, six weeks? Give it six weeks? Well, I'm, I'm just kind of surprised that you actually remember both of their names. Well, yeah, I was watching The Bachelorette. I, I get very intense into these shows, and I wanted to win. Like, that's the biggest thing, is I just needed to win. Hey, what's that thing, Brandon? It starts with a W. Nothing? Great. What? What? (laughs) It could be what? It starts with a W. Come on, man. Mighty Ducks. What do you do, Coach O'Ryan? To win, Coach O'Ryan, sir. Oh, wait. So now we're going to go to Mighty Ducks since we're going to get into that. How about Goldberg? Oh, my gosh. I I don't know if people have seen that, but you need to check that out now. It doesn't look like him. 
was it just was it just a DUI? Yeah, it was just a DUI, and last year he got uh, possession uh, of meth, and then he also and he he, this thirty nine year old Goldberg. He's skinnier now, but he looks like he's about eighty five year old Goldberg. It is terrible. Uh, yeah, he it it was rough, rough. Well, we know that, uh, and like I said, you know, I think once uh, Julie the cat took that starting job, he never came back from it. I agree with you there. Yes, yes. <laughs> so anyway, hey, what, uh, Brandon? What you got going on, man? Uh, not much, you know. Uh, we had a we had a good day, good uh, good weekend, uh, good day uh, yesterday. Yep, we were ce- gonna... celebrating uh, one of our friends who had passed away five years ago on uh, August tenth. It will be the five year anniversary, which is just crazy to us. It was sad to lose him, but we. Every year, get together with friends, and it was just nice to get together and you know celebrate his life. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, Olive Garden, delicious, by the way. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know about that, but it, yes. actually, it was okay. You it was know, good. I enjoy their breadsticks and salad. It was good. It's better yes. than Carabas. Yeah. I, I can't I can't pronounce we, what I got, but it was delicious. I was going to ask, what did you get? I don't know, like chicken carbonara or something. You got like shrimp and peppers. No. Well, it was delicious. You know what we were talking about before, which I think Over the Line Sports Podcast is going to have to take our girlfriend. My girlfriend, your wife, and your hot friend, and we're gonna have to go to Angelo's '70s style mafia restaurant in uh, Michigan. This is very mafia. I think maybe after five episodes we could do that, just so they know we're dedicated to this. And absolutely. And did you know what else happens after five episodes? Um, we can probably open up to new platforms. I would imagine. What what platform do we get after five episodes, Gary? I believe we are able to use Podbean and submit to Spotify. And if they take us on there, that's going to be huge for us. Well, then I can listen to one of our podcasts finally on Spotify. Yeah, because I don't listen to them other than this. Oh, oh yeah. No, not at all. Oh, I didn't think so. I yeah. don't. I don't like that branding guy. He kind of annoys me. Yeah. And I, every time you guys talk about Stat Guy, it's just yeah. I, mean, I, just I hate Stat Guy. He would remind me of Goldberg. You know, you know what he look like. You're probably right. Stat Guy. I don't know. Is he here yet? Bear, I, I mean, I have a plate of buffalo chicken dip here made by your new girlfriend, and I think that plate was full, and now it's half gone. So he had to well, come I, up here and get it. I, I, I kind of told you a little fib. It wasn't actually made by uh, the new girlfriend. What I did was, since we were at my ex-wife's garage, I noticed that she was not home. So I decided to just go in the house. I'd use the bathroom. And I just happened to stumble through, and it says, uh, to my dear honey, blah, 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 some garbage. And I just look, and I'm like, oh, she made buffalo chicken dip for her boyfriend. So I jacked it for the podcast. I, I'm impressed. There's yes. probably rat poison in here, but thanks. Well, I think if she's trying to impress her new boyfriend that uh, it's probably not poison. But if it was directed towards me, it could be a trick. So if we don't make it through this show, we might have a problem. If I kill over halfway through, ah, don't call the authorities. I'll be all right. I had a good life. Yeah, well, all right. Well, but how, <laughs> what are we going to do? Who would we replace you with on the show? Um, probably your son. <laughs> he's probably better than me anyways. So. Yeah, he's probably right. He's five, right? Yeah, he just oh, turned five. Yes, much, much better than me than on podcast. I guarantee that. So that's my dying wish. I want your son to be my replacement if I keel over from this rat poison buffalo chicken dip, which, though, is, by the way, delicious. So Very delicious. Very good rat we, I, I, you know, hooked up the crock pot right into the outlet, and we are going to have us some buffalo chicken dip. And actually, Bear is going to have him some right now. So thank you. Mm. Ex-wife who does not listen to the show, I hope. But uh, thank you for the buffalo chicken dip that we stole that was directed for your boyfriend. Sorry, fella. But uh, anyway, thank you very much. And now we can actually get into sports since we've talked about food for eight minutes. What sports? Uh, yeah. Is this a sports podcast? No, this is a food ne- uh, network show. <laughs> is Gordon Ramsay going to come out and judge us? That would yeah. be hilarious. Judge us? That'd be great. So, PGA, what happened at Firestone, Bear? 
Um, pretty much after the weekend, Justin Tom, or I shouldn't say after the weekend, after Friday, uh, Justin Thomas just turned it on, had a great two days, pretty much dominated. Um, at one point on Sunday, he was one stroke up, but after that, I think Jason Day bogey, bogey, back-to-back, if I recall correctly. I was flipping between that and NASCAR, to be honest with you. But yeah, he was, Jason Day was close, kind of st- fumbled there at the end. And Justin Thomas, you know, just dominated the rest of the day, ended up winning by four. Um, and on the last, you know, he's up by four, no chance of losing at all. And then ends up uh, hitting a 394-yard drive, putting it about 17 feet away, just misses birdie putt, which would have been a nice way to end it. But you can't miss a tap-in par to win by four at Firestone. His first ever WGC win, um, you know, and coming into the PGA, man, uh, that is a sexy pick. He won it last year. He's the defending champ. I it's it's gonna be if he doesn't finish top five, I will be absolutely shocked. Yeah, and 100% uh, shocked. I, I know we briefly today talked about the the team I put together for DraftKings, which you know maybe I'll highlight later. But Justin Thomas is one of those guys. And um, also, did you happen to see? You remember I said Zach Johnson. I think he's gonna finish top twenty. He finished top twenty. Finished eighteenth, I think. Yeah, well, I thought he was tied for seventeenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, still in the top twenty. Well, top and, twenty. And, and since you since you brought that up, actually, and I know you brought up DraftKings, I want to get into the course and a little bit of the background of the PGA because this is the last major of the year. It is two weeks before the playoffs start. But Zach Johnson this week, um, you, I don't see why you don't play him. I mean, the dude is in. I think he's like eighty two hundred or something like that. He's pretty cheap for DraftKings. His last four starts, he hasn't finished under 20. Wow. I think it's been 11, 12, 18, 17, something like that. But, yeah, hasn't had nothing on top 20. And I think he's finished top 25 in all three majors so far this year. He's just an all-around consistent player. Um, like you said, he kind of choked on Sunday at the British we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yep. But, I mean, he's just so solid, so consistent. He's going to be there. I almost would start my lineup around him and see what you can get because you can get some better people in there. Good. And, uh, you know, there's a few other guys there. I mean, you saw what Dustin Johnson did on Sunday, which was just unbelievable. You know, and he ended up – did he finish second or third? He finished third. I okay. think Kyle Stanley ended up taking second alone. It was just unbelievable to see his comeback. And if he would have just golfed better the first three days, I mean, he would have been right there. But, I mean, he still ended up third. I uh, actually, in my DraftKings lineup this week, do have Dustin Johnson to go along with Justin Thomas. Have a few others there that are kind of, kind of, I, I don't know. We always talk about have some mid guys, some upper guys, and then some low low guys. I mean, I took uh, Siwoo Kim. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, it's it's tough. He he shows up every once in a while. I did not look into Siwoo Kim. He was down there quite a ways, but he's a guy who could make the cut. Certainly, um, you know, top thirty, top forty for sure. He's a guy that you is normally safe. I think he's made like 18 out of 21 cuts this year, 16 out of 21, something along those lines. Yep. But, you know, with that, I, I want to get a little bit into the course background. But before I do that, I just kind of want to get Brandon's opinion on what happened Sunday at Firestone since it's the last time they played, if he was impressed by DJ, Thomas, and also what happened to Tiger. Uh, I didn't want – like you said, I was flipping back and forth. So I, I was mostly focusing on the NASCAR race, but – I was flipping back and forth. I did see Dustin Johnson come back. I, I think he shot, what was it, like a 63, I think? 64. 64. So he had a tremendous day. I know that he was um, not even in contention, you know, the first three days. So for him to go out there and pick up that momentum, carrying that over to the PGA, that'll be, that'll be big for him. 
Uh, Justin Thomas, uh, yeah, he he played very well this weekend. Um, so, yeah, like uh, Bear was saying, he's the defending champ of the PGA. And um, I can see him, yeah, he's, yeah, I can see him being top five. What happened to Tiger? Tiger, yeah. Uh, Had a promising Thursday. Shot he did. Three he, under, I think. He, he was four under, I think, actually. Four under. Shot three under Friday. Yes, and then he just fell apart. Went plus three, plus three Saturday and Sunday. So he uh, ended up even or one under. He birdied. So. Yeah, he birdied the 18th for even. Uh, last ever birdie at Firestone, which I think is one of his most birdied holes probably on tour. He's won the you know eight times there. Yeah, he's he's someone that I, I he's he's not going to win this weekend. He'll he'll maybe he'll be like top 20, but at the back end of the top 20. Think but he's going to make the cut though. He'll make the cut, but he's not going to be in the lead, and I don't think he'll be there uh, on the final day. I agree with you. All right. Um, tell us about the course, since we keep talking about the course that you haven't been able to get into yet. <laughs> okay. Um, it is a long course. It is right outside St. Louis, Missouri. That's what she said. She said it's a long course? It's long. Well, you said it's a long course. Long course? Uh, I didn't sorry. say main course, like Brandon. Food? Stop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please stop. All right. So See, I heard long. He heard main course. Sorry. Let's, Please stop. Let's just turn it into a food podcast. So it's it's going to play at about 7,400 yards this week, par 70. Um, there's only been two majors here, one in 1965, one by Gary Player, one of the greatest golfers of all time, and the other one, and sorry, that was a U.S. Open, one on a Monday playoff, actually. And then 19- Who did he beat? I don't know. Don't really care because Gary Player won, and Gary Player is one of my favorites. Actually, right. it's probably right. a safe bet to go Arnold Palmer Jack. Well, but Gary Player would have been the guy, so. I know, but he said, who did he beat? So I'm just saying it's probably safe to say. Just a, just a short, short story in 08 story. or 06 or whenever with the senior PGA was at Inverness. Um, he was walking on Friday, walked by, and shook my hand and said hello to me. I thought that was pretty cool. So Gary Player's pretty awesome. 08, and you nice. were, what, 9? It was probably even – I. it was probably less than that. It was probably like 10 or 11. Honestly, I can't remember what year it was. It might have been 06. I, I thought it was like 03. Back. I have a whole bunch of autographs from that. Actually, since we're talking about that, we um, – I, I was with my grandfather. He took me on one of the days, Tuesday or Wednesday, one of the pl- days where they're playing. And I remember sp- specifically having a bag of Doritos and eating one. And Arnold Palmer came walking by, and I said, Go, Arnie! And he turned around, waved at me. Might have been one of the coolest moments of my life. I have a signed picture of Arnold Palmer. Maybe my most prized possession. Now, uh, do you remember what kind of Doritos they were? Oh, Regular. Being nacho cheese. That's regular. And the I- ironic thing here is I'm looking at you, but in my peripheral vision, I see nacho cheese Doritos. Because that's my dinner tonight besides the rat poison buffalo chicken dip. Beautiful. And see, you you got a nice story there. My my story is since we are at the PGA Championship um, and my birthday is coming up, the last time that they played the PGA Championship at Inverness was 1986. And I was born on a Monday. My dad was supposed to go, but on he... A Tuesday. He uh, didn't. He had tickets to go, but um, Bob Tway ended up chipping in on the 18th to win the PGA Championship that day. So. Another fun story. I played in Inverness a couple of times. I almost chipped in from that same bunker, by the way. Nice. Almost. Nice. I've parred that hole from the tip, so I think, I'd it, pretty much be a pro. Didn't we go together for the senior PGA Championship a couple of years ago? Yeah. Marco Miro won. Yeah, it was like 2012 or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Bear and, was uh, 13 then. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just to, just to finish up a little bit of my course research. They ended up, uh, by the way, this is a Robert Tre- Robert Trent Jones golf course, um, so water is in play a lot. They actually, Does he go by RTJ? I don't know. I've never met him, so I couldn't really ask him that. Oh, I didn't know if they called him that. He's a designer of a course, right? He is. Yeah, okay. And it is not Bobby Jones. I, for a while, thought it was Bobby Jones. 
but it is not. Two different guys. I don't know what it has to do with anything, but... Um, <laughs> so anyways, it is a Robert Trent Jones golf course. The course was renovated in 2007. They put $11 million into this course to put in new sewer lines back then because it is one of the older courses on tour. Um, and Hold on. Did you just say $11 million just for sewer lines? Yeah, throughout the whole course. And, and Well, I shouldn't say a lot that. of sewer lines. They, they also changed, because of the sewer lines, they had to change around a few holes. So, you know, it gets yeah, expensive. And in 08, you know, it's pretty big. $11 million doesn't really have nothing now. Yeah, you're right. It's absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's jump change. You know, our sponsor, I'll see if we can reach out to uh, them and, hey, all wear clothing. Are you willing to give us $11 million? I'm going to go with a negative on that. Or maybe like 11 and a half t-shirts. So anyways, as they change... Those are worth a million dollars each. Actually, I just want yeah, you to know. They could be. Yeah, and if we autograph them, you know how much money we can get for those? Probably 67 cents. Uh, I was about to say 73 cents, but, you know, you know I'll take that. More, more than the postage stamp. Well, I thought you were going to say 69 cents, but I guess you didn't. I, I was, but I leave the suspense for the end of the show. I like it. So to, so to finish up on this, um, there is water in play on 11 holes on this course. So no way. Water's gonna There's going to be water at the course? Was there at the British? No. Was there at the U.S. Open? Not really. Obviously, there always is at the Masters. But what I'm saying is this is more prevalent to having water in play. and it's, So you're telling it's me there's a, some water. Yeah, I'm telling you there's some water. What if it rains? Isn't there also water? It's going to rain. Is it going to rain this actually, week? Do you know the forecast? I do not know the forecast. I was just going. Where is this? Where, where is right. this? I think that could be a uh, St. Louis. That guy. Yeah, you said it. So it is west western suburb of St. Louis. It so is fun town in country Missouri. So I go to St. Louis yeah. often, and uh, last year I was working a show there for Metallica, and happened to have all my stuff stolen except they left my dirty clothes bag. I was so happy because I had clothes in there that I appreciated, and my shoes were in there, my other shoes. Bastards. But, right, but they busted out the back window, took the stuff. That's what insurance is for. Had it. We went back to St. Louis to do another show. It was supposed to be you 2 Riots happened. Canceled the show. I finally went back and did Willie Nelson earlier this year, and um, it was in an opera house, Peabody Opera House. It was okay there, but then I just went back just two weeks ago and did Kenny Chesney. And I have to go back uh, in two weeks, got Def Leppard and Journey and Luke Bryan. So I wish that was going on this weekend because at least, you know, during some of the off time, we could go up and, you know, go to the course and check it out. Because are you still able to – what do tickets cost, you think, about to get in there? Oh, for a day, you could probably spend 70 80 bucks and get a greens pa- or grounds pass easily. Really? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. That's not I mean, bad you're at not, all. Get, you're yeah, not getting not in. Yeah, you're not getting in any of the, like, fancy tents or anything, but – they're going to sell quite a bit of tickets. And Brandon's making weird faces right now because it's storming. He might be a little bit scared. So hopefully the podcast doesn't go out. The thunder rolls. Well, Thanks, funny Garth. story. Uh, last night I was at the gym and the power went out, and I found out the power went out at home. I'm like, all I was thinking was, okay, I just don't want it to happen during the podcast. I would be very upset. I thought you were going to say, oh, man, hopefully it doesn't happen during this next rep. Where mm-hmm. were you lifting yesterday? You are just doing cardio. Uh, at the time, I was getting ready to do cardio, so I laughed that it went out. I said, well, Shocking. I guess I'm not supposed to do cardio. Yeah. I ended up doing cardio anyway, but it was after it all turned back on. I was only out for about a minute and a half. But, so, that, sounds like, that sounds like a Brandon excuse on why he doesn't do cardio. Yeah, exactly. Those were some nasty clouds coming home last night. So, you know, since we since oh, yeah. this is a th- – they were. They were low-hanging clouds. You know, that hot air <laughs> met that cold air and made those clouds closer to the ground. But anyway, we're not a weather forecast either. <laughs> we are a food show, like we said. Oh, no, 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 sports. 
Oh, I thought it was food. Something like that. Because I was thinking about it. Brandon, we talk about this every week. How are you doing now this week? You still at that 298? I saw you were at 297. You going back down? 296.8. Whoa. So I didn't get the DDP yoga in today, but... Oh. Um, with the sweat that's rolling off your brow right Yeah, now. luckily I'm wearing a black shirt here, so... <laughs> PGSU, go it Falcons. Would, it would turn into uh, a white t-shirt. Go Rockets. Fast. I yeah. just want to say go Rockets. Since we probably yeah. will not, we said in an earlier episode we would cover the MAC. I don't think we're going to end up covering yeah. the MAC. I'm so just going to throw BG. it out there now. Uh, Rockets are winning that. Or, yeah, or yeah. somebody other than them, Central Michigan, anybody could. Okay, anyway, to fin- so to finish up the golf and to get into our picks, yes. um, they last played a PGA Tour event here in 2008. Camillo Vijegas won the BMW, which was a playoff event at the time. Did you say Vijegas? Vijegas. Oh. Grow up. He won the BMW at 15 under. Vijegas. That, that course played at 6,900 yards that day. There's your 69. I Thank you. I love it. There weren't a lot of top names up there um, that you can really correlate with this week. Phil finished 6 under. Sergio 5 under. Um, obviously, wait, this, wait, when was this? 2008. This was 10 years That's ago. That's just funny to hear like Phil and Sergio, who are still prominent yeah. today. And they were, and that was like top 20, that was like barely top 20 right there is oh, where wow. they were at then. There was a lot of no names up there. Um, for a playoff event, I was looking through that and I was like, wow, I was, I've been trying to look for someone who's playing this week and there just wasn't much. So, you know, if you're playing DraftKings this week, which I know we have a league, it'll fill. We're already at five. Um, Whoa, we have five. You five know what we eight. can't fill? NASCAR. Oh, and I probably would have won this past week NASCAR. and got myself to nine wins. Okay, NASCAR is next on the rundown. Let's rant then. Fine. Let me finish Go. golf. Yes, Thank you. finish golf, you <laughs> jerk. Everyone's turning it off right now. They're so bored. Listen well, yeah, to they're listening to you talk about listen, golf. Know, Who likes to listen saying. about golf? There's like four people in the world. Well, Justin wants to hear us talk about his topic. Jason wants us to hear talk, talk about his topic and wrestling. Wait. I hope he's wearing his sweatpants with his Cheeto dust all over they're him. They're going to wait. So, play the favorites this week. Play Justin Thomas. Play DJ and build a. You know what you should it. play? Hot friend. I probably could, but you keep distracting me right now, and I'm trying to finish this. But this I know is, you're going to try to finish. This is my this is my fun fact here. Okay, and I am very I don't I don't like to use superstitious, but I I, I like a trend. I, I follow a trend when I'm looking at this. 1965, Gary Player won this tournament. Do you know where he's from? South Africa. 1992, Nick Price won this tournament. You know where he's from? South Africa. Okay. So this week, my three guys who I'm looking out for, Louis Oosthuizen, South African. I'm going to get him in a lineup or two. Brendan Grace, he's the big one. He normally makes cuts, missed it at the British. But he's a guy, South African. And Charles Schwartzel has been playing really good golf. I think he's made two of the three major cuts, I want to say. It's still pretty good. I think he made the Masters and the British, had a very bad showing at the U.S. Open, but it's a tough course. So my thing, and these guys are, you know, Brandon Grace is one guy who I, you want to have in your lineup anyways. Schwartzel is very cheap. He'd be good if you wanted to put DJ and Justin Thomas together. So I'm just saying it wouldn't be a bad idea to play one of these guys. I'm not saying one of them are going to win. I honestly haven't made my pick yet, and I'm thinking about it as I ramble on here. But one of those guys, I would not be shocked if a South African won just because they've won the last two majors at this course. And Camille, you- and Camille Vijegas is also foreign. Is Ernie Els and VJ Singh playing too? I think Ernie is. I don't think VJ is. Okay. Um, so both from South Africa too, so that's why I was asking. Uh, VJ Singh's from Fiji. He's not from South Africa. I thought he was from South Africa. No. Oh, well, Ernie Els No, Elzes. he's from that place where we can get good water. The, the, oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. The, yeah, the, the Big Easy hasn't, that guy. hasn't played good golf lately, um, and he'll be on the senior tour is that, soon. Is that one crazy big giant guy playing? I can never remember his name. Mark Leishman? No. John Daly? Thank you. Yes, John Daly is playing. He won the PGA in 91, so he will be so in is this that, tournament. Can you explain that for people? Like, how do, how do you get an 
entry into this tournament? So entries into this tournament are normally top 50 in the world. Um, if you've won any of the majors already this year, and I think they get, and I didn't research into this, I know in the PGA you get, I think it's, Actually, it might be lifetime if you win. I think it is. The British opens like 20 years. The U.S. opens like 20 years. Masters is lifetime. So I think it's Masters and PGA are lifetime if you win the tournament. So John Daly will always be invited to this tournament the rest of his life because he's won it. Awesome. So getting into my pick, which I haven't made yet, and I'm going to throw it to Brandon because I'm too scared to make a pick. So go ahead, Brandon. That's fine. I'm going to go with a sneaky pick, Ricky Fowler. Um, coming off a roller coaster, Firestone shot 63, 74, 65, 73. So that roller coaster <laughs> of a uh, outing last week, I think he's gonna. Um, I think he's gonna play well throughout the week. I think he's gonna be up there. I think he's gonna win. My sleeper is Tony Fiau. Finau. Finau. There we go. Uh, only one career career win um, overall, but will I think he's gonna be a sleeper. I think he's gonna be up there as well. Um, I, you know, I'll go into mine. Bear while you're you're right down yours. Of course, we could all sit here and say Dustin Johnson, best golfer in the world, is going to be up there. He likely will be. I'm going to stick with a hot hand. Go with Justin Thomas. I like you know, it. I, I'm going to stick with him. Just what he did this past weekend, what he's been doing lately. Um, kind of a sleeper pick, middle of the road guy, Leishman, Mark Leishman. I think he would be okay. I don't know if he'll win. Top ten this week. For I sure. think he will be top ten though. He Absolutely. Played, he just played really well at Firestone. Didn't have a great finishing day, but he's got the length for the course. Of what it's going to be, like I said, it's it's tough to study a course where they never play. Yeah, right. Um, so it's kind of a crapshoot, and you kind of you got to go with the big dogs here. And I know I picked this guy last week. I'm going to pick him again. I think Rory comes back into the winner's circle this week. Had a pretty good week. Um, stumbled a little bit on Sunday. He's close. I hate making the pick. No, um, but but, but I have it, to. it was a good pick. You know, last week we we all took DJ Rory, and then I was stuck between the two, and they both finished in the top six. So I think yeah, our I, picks look solid last I week. I was going down between uh, Rory and uh, Ricky Fowler, so I mean that's a good pick. Yeah, I just I I couldn't pick the American. They just have not a great track record at this course for some reason, and it is what it is. Um, and I just wanted to get into one thing in your DraftKings that you know your lower your lower price guys. I said Zach Johnson was eighty five hundred. He's seventy five hundred. That's I mean, cheap. You have to play ZJ. I mean, you know, you you have to get these guys that are a little bit cheaper out there. Bubba Watson, you know, I think he's like 8000 or something. That's way too cheap for how well he's been playing this year. So put a couple bigger guys in there. Put your Rory's, your JT's, your DJ. And actually, JT's like 9700 Yeah, J- he was be, ex- almost an automatic play. I yeah. think he's less than Tiger. JT was? I think so. Oh, and know, it just doesn't. I, hey, it kind of Stack Guy. Me. I just looked. Stack Guy's here. Maybe Stack Guy can check for us. You know. He probably got sick and tired of sitting out there in the storm that's going on right now. So, Well, and and hopefully, you know, he, he's going to be okay. He looks like he's sober today, but I'm not quite sure. And also, for all my people who are I'm playing against, one last guy, and please don't forget about him. This is like almost a slam dunk. He's going to make the cut. He's probably going to finish top 20. And he's going way under the radar at 6,900, Jimmy Walker. He won the PGA two years ago. He's not playing bad golf. I think he's made the cut at every major. Play Jimmy Walker this week. I like it. And and uh, Stack, look at this. He's solid this week. i got to give him credit. I'm just waiting for him to mess up. He, You were correct that Justin Thomas is 9,700. And like I told you, I had played J- J- blah, Dustin Johnson as well. He's at 11,400. Yeah, top so, guy this week again. Yeah, so he, he takes away some of the money. Um, I have, uh, like we always talk about him, Thor Bjorn Olsen. There you go. Oh, yeah. Have him as well. You know, he was a, a lower play guy. Him and Siwoo Kim were 6,700. And then I also threw in Webb Simpson. 
Okay. I mean, Webb plays all right. He's not bad. I, I like the play. He, he's, he's got what, 7,700. Uh, he was 7,700. He's Man. made 16 and 19 cuts, and he has six top tens this year. So, I mean, it's looking okay. I don't think he's going to be top ten. No. But, you know, I think that I got three guys there that could very well be top ten and in contention. But, you know, the ones that scare me, any of them scare me because, as we know, any time you just go through, you might not make a cut. It could happen to anybody. Like I said, these guys don't know the course. You know, they're all coming off. Most of them are coming off Firestone where they didn't play. You you got to play these guys that always make the cuts here, always do that. And one more, one last guy, Paul Casey, dude's a monster, $8,000, made the cut at every major, same thing. Play the steady guys this week if you want to get 6-6 six six through. You might not get the win, but play it. All right. So, so one quick, I know we're not high on the Americans. Does Phil make the cut? I think he will. And to Gary's surprise, maybe, I think Sergio makes the cut this week. No, I'm not playing Sergio, so hopefully he doesn't. Um, but, uh, okay, let's. Uh, that was uh, some good discussion on golf. We're looking forward to it. We'll see what happens this week. You know, get in that millionaire's $20 entry unless you want some contests and you have some free entries. Free one. You have a free one? Well, good luck to you. I think I'm going to play a $20 entry. I'm, I'm, I'm going back and forth. I played a $4 one for that, uh, what, that 100000 to the winner. Yeah. I'm like, ah, that's enough. I'll probably play one more $20 one as I get into it tomorrow night. Yeah, that's good. So let's talk about NASCAR. Um just, this was just just let him have it. Just let him let him go. I'm going just to. Go. You know what? I'm just I'm not even going to say a word besides Brandon's pick. Joey Logano finished last, but Dead from last. there, I'm hey. not even going to talk. This is all Brandon now. Hey, right? last in my pick, but first in my heart. Chase Elliott gets his first win of his career. 99 starts gets his first win. Fun fact of the day: um, stat guy's on fire, by the way. Bill Elliott, his father, got his first win at a road course, Riverside, back in 1983. I did not and know. I did, are you serious? Yeah, yeah after, got his first after, win. After, after how Bill many second-place yeah, finishes? Also, you know Bill Elliott also had eight second-place finishes. Chase, eight second-place finishes. So and, it's kind of funny how that works. And then also, Bill Elliott is running Xfinity this week. Yeah, Road America. Yeah, that's – go ahead. No, I'm going to say anything. Oh, yeah, Road America. Uh, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be nice seeing him back there so, behind the wheel. It'll be great, but can you please tell us how you feel? We wanted him. I, we wanted him to to do the Stone Cold to some to some I was drinks going today. To, yes, I was but going we to. realized that uh, Brandon is taking a great step in in his career and uh, in this career path. And we figured at the podcast that it was probably not a good idea. Although we are yeah, sad, little, we actually yes. are try to be professionals here, <laughs> and uh, we we thank actually thank Brandon's wife for putting that in our heads last night at dinner. She was absolutely right. We were worried about Brandon's career. He's going to be out there helping educate children in the future, and we look forward to yeah, it. Yeah, but, but wait until we make an ass ton of money off this, and then Brandon's just going to have shirt out, gut off, just stone cold all day. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's what I hope. But, hey, did you cry, honestly? I, I did not shed a tear. I mean, I was about to, but it was, it was awesome. I, I'm very passionate when it comes to sports. So, you know, I was a Jeff Gordon fan. Four-time champ. I followed him since the my first race I ever watched, 97 Daytona when he won. So to see, and then Chase, you know, obviously took over for Jeff Gordon, so I became a Chase Elliott fan. I loved his dad, Bill Elliott. I didn't love him as much as Jeff Gordon, but you know what I mean. I, I, and, I love men. It's all good. <laughs> hey, okay. Um, <laughs> no, I was I was very, very happy for him. And if you ever see, like, one of those videos or something on social media when someone's very excited after, you know, like a you know, Super Bowl win or something, that would have been me if my wife was recording, but I should have made her do it. I was sweating bullets just like I'm doing right now when they uh, were coming down 15 laps. It's, it's Watkins Glen. It's, you know, it's almost a minute to get around the track. There's 15 laps left. 
and you know Martin Truex was gaining on him lap by lap, and he almost got it. Came out of that last turn. How many times? Were, how much shit were we giving you over text? Oh, because bunch. he was coming. He I, was coming quick. Yeah, I was literally. I mean, I, I was literally sweating bullets. It was crazy. I was going crazy. And of course, when uh, Truex ran out of gas, ran out of gas. Well, actually, before that, when they were coming out of the last turn. Chase went a little too much. Uh, looked like he spun his yeah. tires a little bit. Well, that was he went high no, that was one. that was in that first turn. That oh, was turn, turn one. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. on the on the second to last lap with two laps to go, like um, well, Truex, yeah, Truex, he screwed fell up back and he screwed up. Yeah, and coming back, I'm like Chase. Are and you then, kidding yeah, me? Yeah, and then Elliott went a little too high. So it looked like he spun his tires a little too much and um, almost gave up his lead. But Truex ended up running out of gas. I screamed very hard. I jumped up. I was going crazy. I was very happy, let's put it that way. Well, I know that we, we were giving you a lot of crap, but I think all of us here like Chase Elliott, I do. You I, know. Absolutely, I do. And I was actually more – I wasn't angry. I was happy to see Chase Elliott win. I'm, I'm a, I, I actually liked Bill Elliott just one because he had a McDonald's car. Yeah, yes. right. Pretty awesome. Yes. It was awesome. So you like Jamie McMurray now? Eh, not really. I'm not a big McDonald's fan as I was when I was like five years old. <laughs> yeah, those Chick McNuggets. Yeah, and the Happy Meal. Oh, amazing. But, you know, I was happy to the see hamburger. him. I, I was definitely happy to see him get his first win. I, I thought that was great. I was more angry because I wanted to pick him this week at Michigan. I was like, oh, this is going to be his yeah, 100th. You, you did say that. I was gonna be this this yeah. is going to be his 100th start. He's going to win. They, he always races well at Michigan. He's got the car for it. I really think that he's going to win this week. Um, now I am not picking him at all. Yeah, all he, right. he was definitely going to be my pick as well, not just because I'm a huge fan of his, but just because he does run you well know, here. Chase Elliott did get lucky, though, that Kyle Busch does not know how to fill up a gas tank. And because <laughs> did yeah. you, I, I don't know if you saw it, well, but he was all the way back in like 12th, yeah, he and, he finished, and he finished third. third. Oh, third? Okay. He finished oh, well, yeah. third. Yeah, he actually did. So he was. Know, he oh was yeah, like twenty seconds. I, I just want to say that you know my drivers now in the points. When we get our boards here, I still haven't gotten them yet. But when we have our point standings up, I know I'm sitting at a first, second, and a third right now. So I know I am our points leader right now. We know Brandon is last because of Joey Logano, but in his heart, he had that Chase Elliott. I so mean, yeah. If- if I pick the same guy every week, I could probably be first, too. You guys so. told me to do Oh, well, what are you going to do? Here, yeah. let's, well, let's go into it right now. I'm not picking Kyle Busch this week. He's open for both of you. It's because I made fun of you the whole time. No, you didn't. <laughs> this isn't a Kyle Busch track. Uh, well, you're absolutely correct, but he has one here. So I'm just going to so, throw that out there. Yeah, Brandon. so we're going, we're going this week at MIS, the Consumer Energy 400. Two-mile track, one of those big ones. Um, By the way, one of the most boring races on the circuit. Yeah, those guys don't like it. I love the. I love it. It's my. Well, it's my. It's actually my. Well, it's my second favorite track. What? But yeah, Daytona. Daytona's being one. Why would Talladega should be there? Talladega's third. Why would Michigan be? I don't know. Just that hometown. Michigan's probably like that hometown feel. Plus, I out of those out of the like twenty eight tracks that they race on, Michigan is like thirtieth for me. Yeah, I Brickyard four (laughs) hundred. Indianapolis Speedway Sports. I, I I love Michigan just because, yeah, I went there as a kid all the time. Well, yeah, so did I. I mean, I was always yeah, in the infield, still, so oh, I yeah, saw I mean, things so, I probably shouldn't yeah, have seen oh, as absolutely. a 12-year-old. But I was doing jello shots as like an 8-year-old. Well, I'm they, not surprised. They, my, my parents are 8-year-old, so that was, they what, were, 2003? My, my parents were awesome because, obviously, all the adults and everything made their jello shots, and they put all of ours to the side, so they were like kids' jello shots. So we'd all do jello shots doing shots and stuff. Obviously, I didn't have liquor in it. Yeah, okay. That's probably why I have a love of jello shots right now like no other. But I could, I could knock down. 20 right now oh yeah. well anyway so am i i'm actually going to be at a family reunion like literally three miles from the track so and, i'm kind of mad about it yeah and i will be coming home so hopefully i will be yeah we're hoping we miss traffic thanks watching. brandon for telling me that it's going on and how close i was going to be at the at wampler's lake yeah i'll definitely be watching the end of the pga and probably not yeah i will not be watching nascar uh i will probably I will be, be watching pga too though. brandon who you got this week 
I have this guy has been uh, pretty good these last four races. I Kyle Busch. Nope, I think he's ran three. I think he's won three out of the last four there. Kyle I knew Larson. it. Oh, it is. Yeah, a Kyle, I, like I said, I was going to take Chase, but I'm not going to take him back to back. I was legit, legitimately going to take Chase, like I said, not just because I'm a fan, but just because he runs well. Yeah, I mean, we, um, were, we were both on that, and we're yeah. both on the same guy. I picked Larson as well this week. Um, yeah, three out of the last four, and the only reason why he didn't have a chance to win the spring race is because he got rained out, and Clinton Boyer ended up winning. So yeah. it's not even – he didn't – I shouldn't take he didn't have a fair chance because everyone has a fair chance, but they didn't race a full race. So. Right, and because I take Kyle Busch every week, and you guys give me crap, but still I haven't finished outside the top three. Thank you, Kyle Busch. Yeah. But uh, this week, you know, I, I wanted Larson as well, but when we all started saying Larson, I was like, eh, no. <laughs> so I'm going to go with another guy who's run consistent here. He hasn't won in a while, but uh, Denny Hamlin. He, he runs very well here. He's had poles here. He runs fast. Uh, I, I think he could do it. How many poles has he had, do you know? Uh, I don't know. Brandon could maybe tell me and fill me in on that. At Michigan or this year? In general. Oh, I don't know in general. No, I don't know. Oh, you don't know how many <laughs> poles he's taken or had? <laughs> You know, that was Jeff Gordon's favorite always. He always sat on the pole well. Yes, he did. Because he was that rainbow, rainbow warrior. warrior, baby. He loved the pole. Listen, I don't care what you do on your own downtime, so it doesn't matter what? to me. We're talking about NASCAR, Brandon. Yeah, you <laughs> sick freak. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, so. you were going to be the first one to yeah, drop Gary. the F-bomb. You were close. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was close. Anyway, let's uh, let's move in. So we have uh, some followers on uh, Podbean, on Twitter, on Facebook. We're going to talk a little bit about the MLB. So one of the things came in from... Hey, hold up, Bear, what was your pick? He said, Kyle Larson, I, where were you at? This is, like, oh, this is like sorry. me last week with the cowboy hat. Sorry, sorry. Hey. Jeez. Anyway. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, the little cowboy hat. That cur- yeah, Gary, we said that. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. So a uh, question came in from Andrew on our Podbean uh, asking about the Yankees' chances of getting championship number eight. Now, I'm assuming he means this year, and so uh, to kind of quote him a little bit, he said, Boston being on fire, J.D. and Mookie carrying the team. Uh, they were seven and a half. The Yankees were seven and a half games behind first. As of yesterday, it was nine. And Judge is out at least until August 21st. Gary Sanchez is half-assing his potential. Uh, whether it be him jogging out a hit or uh, jogging out his hit to first base or missing catches behind the plate to cause them errors and runs, um, that's not what a champion does in his opinion. So um, I have a whole thing on this. Uh, first off, as a Yankees fan. Um, Boston whooped their ass this weekend, oh, like yeah. just handed Absolutely. it to them. And and Sunday was the absolute worst because it was four to one in the ninth. Chapman comes in. I'm like, I have a bad feeling about this. Like they're going to fall apart. And of course they did. They ended up losing five to four in the in ten. Um, this year I I don't think they have a chance to get 28. I am still sticking by the Red Sox beating the Dodgers in six. You just I don't see anybody touching the Red Sox. They are just so hot. They're almost 50 games over 500. It is absolutely insane. I read a stat that they are on pace for the best Boston Red Sox. Yeah, they're like 113 and 49. 113 and 49 is what they're on pace to be right now. And what's crazy to me is I'm sitting there watching, and and do you guys of that lineup, I'm just going to ask you, as a Yankees fan, I know who it is. Do you know who the Yankee killer is this year? Is it J.D.? No, it is not. I, I don't know. It is Andrew Benatendi. So he is just like destroying the Yankees. And fun fact, do you know where he's from? I do not. He's from Cincinnati. Very nice. Cincinnati. And, and we're going to be uh, covering the SEC today for football, uh, and uh, Ben Attendee played college baseball at an SEC school. Any guess where? LSU. Vanderbilt. Arkansas. Very nice. Yeah, so, um, you know, Andrew, to kind of answer your question, 
I, I just don't think they are not ready. They are still young. They're playing young without Judge. I know this is only Judge's second year, but he is the leader of that team. And without him there, it is just they're falling apart. And and Duhar, you know, it's he's up this year and he's been hot hitting the baseball, but playing third base, he has just been having a rough go at it. And his his hitting's great, but his fielding is suspect at best. They're all young. They need more time. Uh, fun fact though, Lance Lynn did just pitch his first game. Did you guys happen to see that? He, no. th- he threw seven and a third scoreless innings, only gave up two hits in his first start. So he replaced Sonny Gray in the starting rotation as Sonny Gray is now in the uh, in the bullpen. That's good. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, and to kind of keep going, Boone also needs to do a better job as a manager of controlling the team and the tempo of the I've team. I've already seen fire Boone stuff everywhere, so they must really love him. Yeah, well, he's doing I, fine. I mean, yeah, they're doing I, well. They're in second place. They're nine games out of Boston, but they are still ahead in the wild card. They're only ahead by three games. So at this point, I'm only giving them a 10% chance to win. If they keep playing like this, they're done. They're, they might not even make the playoffs. Oakland just had a good trade. They might end up, you know, they could surpass them, and uh, the Yankees could end up out of the playoffs. But – they are not the same team without Aaron Judge. They need Aaron Judge in that lineup. And as I mentioned in an earlier episode, I think he is our next captain. And I say, R, I'm sorry, Bear. He will be the Yankees' next captain. Thanks, Brandon. Yes, you're welcome. And uh, if they don't get their shit together, like I said, they're going to miss the playoffs. And if they do get in, though, they'll get in a wild card. They're going to have to win a wild card game, which is tough. So who do you throw? You throw Severino. You throw Tanaka. At this point, you're probably throwing Tanaka. CC. Not CC. You're going to throw Tanaka. Severino's having a rough go at it right now. Um, and if they get in and they win, at this point, they'd end up going to Boston and try to try to win a five-game series. Good luck. You're not going to do it. Um, so, again, still have the Red Sox uh, over the Dodgers in six. But in the playoffs, as we know, anything happens in the playoffs. We don't know. Um, but still, I'm going to stick by the Red Sox. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I had to go on my Yankee rant. I'm so pissed off as a Yankees fan at what's going on. It's but. Good. I'm going to still stick with Boston as I have in the as this I'll, show has been around. I'll follow you, Brandon. I want to hear what you got to say first. Yeah, uh, Boston's uh, playing nasty this year. They're 79 and 34. New York it, right now is 69 and 42. Like you said, nine games back. Chris Sale's coming back for Boston, and um, I know the uh, Yankees are just you know they're battling through injuries this year. Um, oh, they J- have a, they have yeah. a ton. Jacoby Ellsbury is officially well, he, done. Yeah, he's yeah, not going to play anymore. Yeah, hip surgery. Uh, he's like 95 years old. Yeah, yesterday. Um, so, yeah, I, I still have Boston. I'm, I'm still debating between Boston and Houston against the Dodgers in the World Series. But, yeah, the, the injuries are going are, are taking its toll on the Yankees right now. We all know how injuries play uh, a factor on any sport. So, I know, just a side note, Michael Kay, the uh, play-by-play guy for the Yankees uh, radio, also does a little for ESPN. Actually called out uh, Ellsbury and Clint Frazier for their injuries, so that they uh, need to pick it up and you know blame them for why they uh, shouldn't you know why they're not playing right now. So I thought that was kind of a little crazy to hear. Michael K did uh, apologize after Clint Frazier kind of called him out on Twitter. So uh, by the way, what Clint Fra- Clint Frazier? What position does he play? He's outfield. Outfield. So yeah, he's been out with a concussion. Um, basically, and said, of course he's out. He would have been there had, yeah. had Judge, you know, Judge got hurt. Yeah. Every time this happens, Frazier ends up getting hurt when he has the opportunity to go in. So it is what it is. So yeah, I got, I, I still have Boston, you know, winning that division. And like I said before, you know, when the Yankees, I'm not a Yankees fan at all, but when Yankees and uh, the Red Sox are at the top of the AL, I mean, baseball is amazing. So um, definitely nice to see them going at it um, this year. I know the Yankees have been, you know, having some tough seasons these past couple of years, but. Uh, go ahead, Bear. I'll let you go before I hit on something else. For the Yankees? 
and Red Sox? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, no, just just my thing. And, and Andrew, thank you for the question. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know you could post questions to Podbean, so that's awesome. So you can do Twitter, Podbean, and Facebook. I mean, that's great. So and if anyone else has any questions for Podbean, post them on there, and we'll check those out. So, Andrew, thank you very much. How can they reach us on Twitter? At OTL Sports Pod. And fun fact, I just want to throw this out there. So, uh, Andrew, we went to school with him as well. Brandon and I did. He was a, a year ahead of us. And I ran into him. I was actually uh, going to the party store to get some burners for the girlfriend. And I just happened to see him, and I tell him about the sports podcast, and he checked it out. And, you know, he's a Yankees fan. He likes Ohio State. He likes the Browns. And, you know, it's going to be fun for him to listen to us, give us some feedback. I hope he has some questions here because we have some a few solid listeners that like asking us questions. We had some good feedback from Zan. Justin gave us a good question. Jason gave us a good question. Andrew gave us a good question. Guys, keep it coming. We appreciate it. We can't thank you enough because that, that keeps us going. That keeps the debates going. We are fans. All of us are fans of teams at heart. But, you know, when it comes down to it, we know when our teams piss us off, like the Yankees pissing me off. And But, like I said, when we started this show, I thought the Red Sox were just hot to begin with. And that's when they were only like four games up. And now they're yeah. nine games up. And the Yankees aren't overcoming that. Yeah, and and I agree. And sorry, I'm going to go on mine. Um, you know, I really do think that I, I hate to say that they're done for first, but I really think they are. I just don't think that they're going to have this comeback. Um, to be honest with you, they're nine. Is it nine or nine and a half? Nine. Nine. Um, yeah. After the sweep, I mean, I know they're in Boston, but after the sweep, it's kind of demoralizing with all the injuries they have. I just. I, I can't see it. I know they're going to get healthy eventually. Is it going to be too late? I think so. I just don't think they're going to come back from this unless Boston has some debilitating injuries. Um, and with Sale coming back, they're just going to get better. That's scary. They're already really, really good. Um, you know, I was. I haven't watched a lot of baseball, and I've said that a few times. I looked up J.D. Martinez's numbers, and if this man is an MVP this year, then I will not watch baseball again. He's batting 325, 33 home runs, 91 RBIs in August. Like that's that's impressive. He's he's gonna have 45 homers at the min, probably 125 RBIs. And I know he's a good talent. He is. I just didn't expect those numbers, especially with everything going on there. And they don't play New York again until September 18th in New York. I mean. It's going to be tough to make up ground if you're the Yankees. They're, they're not going to make up ground. The good thing they have going for them, I think their next 24 games, they don't play anybody over 500, which is good for I, the Yankees. I yeah, think, but they haven't been shown to win anyways. Yeah, well, yeah. you know what? They, they made some good trades. They got Lance Lynn now, and, and if he keeps pitching, granted it was against the White Sox, who were one of the worst teams in the league, but he, he looked great, and hopefully he, he keeps it up. The injuries we get judged back, or the Yankees get judged back again. Sorry, Bear. Yankees get judged back. It'll be okay. But, you know, since I'm done, I don't want to talk about the Yankees anymore. Thank you again, Andrew, well, for this, unless Brandon's got something. Well, I just got something. I, I You know, you, you hit on it a little bit with the, the trade that uh, the A's just made. Um, athletics, they're 67 and 46. They just acquired Mike Friars from the uh, Tigers. And, of course, you know, he's 33 years old, 7 and 6 this year, 3.48 ERA. And like I was about to say, of course, he's a former Tigers, and, you know, and Barry just hit on J.D. I'm sure Friars next year is going to go on and win the Cy Young. That's just how former <laughs> Tigers go. So I think I got them playing the Yankees in the wild card for, um, for that one game. So we'll see how it goes. And if you had to make a prediction now, who would you say wins that? I still got to go with the Yankees. I think it's still going to be Yankees in Boston and then the, uh, what is it, the uh, division and then 
yeah, obviously the championship is going to be uh, Houston and uh, Boston, Boston, probably. Yep. And then, okay, to switch gears here, thank you again, Andrew, for your question. Uh, I want to go to something else that's going to piss somebody else off. So let's uh, go back to that Urban Meyer conversation. What has transpired since this all happened last show? Oh, I'm, I'm not mad at all after, after seeing all this news that's come out. Um, obviously, they're still investigating. As of yesterday, it was 14 days, I think, they have to complete the investigation. I saw some rumors before I get into what happened that they said they're thinking it's a potential two-game suspension now. That's kind of what the experts are predicting. That's what they're thinking. That's what I've heard from a few sources. Nothing reliable, but that's what I've seen. Um, you know, Obviously, last as we talked, I went on my rant, and I, I still stick to it. And I don't think that he's going to get suspended. I don't think he should get suspended. He released a statement pretty much saying that uh, they talked with Gene Smith, the athletic director, and Zach Smith, um, you know, all together in 2015. So it sounds like Gene knew about it. I don't, you know, like I said, I don't know if this is true. I've seen a lot of stuff. Urban shouldn't be passing the buck, this and that. You know, to all these dumb-ass sports reporters who say that, how stupid can you be? You, you wanted him, you know, you wanted him fired because he didn't say anything. And now he admits that Gene Smith was in that meeting in 2015. And now they're like, well, now he's passing the buck. He's passing the blame. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Make up your damn mind. What do you want? Yeah, and if he did go through that, I think I think Ohio State does get him back. If not, they got Ryan Day. And, and you know what I was thinking? If by chance Urban, for some whatever reason, gets fired, somebody I see them going after if Ryan Day doesn't keep it up this year, I think he could have the head coaching job. But Matt Campbell, I think we remember Matt Campbell. Yeah, he's at Iowa yeah, State now, was, right? He was a name that was thrown around. Definitely. Yeah, he was with the Rockets, and then he went to Iowa State, turned that around, and he had some upsets last year, looked really good. Well, I think he could be in contention, too. And also with this, Zach Smith came out on ESPN and had his interview as well, and obviously he's going to defend himself. Um, Another bald guy with a beard, by the way, which kind of freaked me out. And I was like, oh, gosh, I hope people I can't hang around Columbus. You guys don't look alike. It's okay. That's good. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he pretty much said that, you know, the, the bruises that she had were from her defending – or from him defending himself against her and, and kind of pushing her off. And aren't, she, didn't the, aren't the cops testifying for him? Yes. The Columbus police said that it was. I mean, she I, allegedly, and I don't know over the time frame, but called the cops 66 times and most of the time while intoxicated – and, Too bad, not three more times. Nah, I know. Maybe if they did a little bit more of that, they wouldn't have been fighting. But you know, it, that's what it sounds like. Is that she? And like I said, this is from him. This isn't. This is nothing that's true or whatever. It's he say, she said. Still, there's no full investigation or full finished police report, should I say? But that's pretty much what she would get drunk. She'd come and attack him. He would kind of hold off and like hold her arm so she wasn't swinging at him. So he wasn't and you know doing damage to her any more damage to her. He said. I, I, you know, I, there's still so much to go on this, and it, we'll see. If Urban really did tell Gene Smith, what does that make Gene Smith now? I mean, does he go? Does he resign? Is that the truth? Who really knows? Uh, you know, like I said, we got now 13 days, and we're going to figure it out to what this investigation says. But, yes, Gary, you were right. The cops were on his side saying she called a lot, and it was mostly just false. But I did see those text messages that they did post that uh, he basically admitted to choking her and you know how the media is and they're saying strangling her and right. you know they they make it i'm not saying it's a good thing at all it's a terrible thing that he did but um you know i hope that urban is able to keep his job but uh i mean time will tell we still got like you said what 13 days yeah i'm pretty sure it was 14 as of yesterday okay well and you know one thing that i and i know earl i know uh um the kid what's his name 
Earl Bruce. Zach, Zach, Zach Smith. I know he's a... <laughs> way, way off. No. Saint Zach... Swami Slappy Slappy. <laughs> well, he said... Slappy. Zach... Sam, Sam, Swami Slappy Slappy. So Samsonite? Samsonite? I... Check the briefcase. <laughs> yeah. I know Zach Smith is the grandson of Earl Bruce, and I know... I, I, I'm just going to play, I guess, devil da- devil's advocate here. What, what Keep good... it in the family, and you're still going to get what... fired. Yeah, well, I know. What what good is it of her? Because I know they're divorced. So I know she's getting money. What good is it of her to get him fired from a job that he's making all this money? For? Well, he, didn't he get fired a couple of years ago before this even came out? No, he got fired two when, weeks ago before the. Movie oh, he did it. get fired yeah. two weeks ago. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was That's a lot longer. So I guess you know if, oh, okay. if if he's getting if she's getting this money, I'm, I'm sure she she's got to be getting money from the divorce. What good is it of her to get him fired? Well, you know, I I would love to continue talking about this, but I think it is well, a. Go ahead. No, and I just got one more thing before before we transition to something else. And you guys can hit on you know my question that I just proposed, but um, it it did not help Ohio State. And I'm not going to say you guys because you know you, you don't like that. It did not help Ohio State when your fa- when Ohio State fans were out there yelling for Meyer. And I know right now I, I did see one sign that kind of like really disturbed me was we're, you know we're right now in a Me Too movement. I, and for someone to be out there saying "Me too," I'm with Urban Meyer. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, seriously. And I and I hate to I hate to run a shameless plug. I, I think I retweeted that yesterday. I don't know if that's where you saw it. No, I um, saw I saw it all over. And, so I don't and, know if it was and, and commented years. and said you you can't lump those dumbasses in with the rest of these Ohio State fans. That is ridiculous. Um, you know, putting up signs like that, being at a rally like that. I mean, not all the facts are out. If if after the fact that he knew about everything and he came clean, if you want to have a little stupid rally after that to prove his innocence, whatever. But yeah, those and you know I hate to say it, and and I don't even want to, but it's that freaking fifty to sixty-five year old white male. You know, it's a rough that demographic, man. I, I don't. I think know all our dads is. are between fifty and, and sixty. And they are, and I'm not. And I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, and that's the same thing as that. Everyone wants to lump all the Ohio State fans into those guys who are doing that stupid crap, and those were the guys that were doing it who were there right. had nothing better to do and putting up stupid signs like that. Me too for Urban Meyer. That's absolutely ridiculous. That is uncalled for. Um, you know, I saw that and it, it pissed me off. I didn't even want to look at the rest of it. There was like two hundred people there. <sighs> Whatever. So. Whatever. You know, and in the next couple weeks we will continue talking about this and follow the Urban story. But uh, for now, hey, uh, Bear and Brandon, do you know where you could get some good clothing? Um, probably All Wear Sports. All wear, well, it's All Wear Clothing. All, all wear, wear Clothing is, again, the official merchandise provider of OTL Sports Podcast. And check out their website at allwearclothing.com. Again, we will put on their contact information as well as their hours of operation on our Twitter and Facebook. Again, in September, we're hoping to have some merchandise available for people that might, for whatever reason, want to have our merchandise we are in the process of getting some of our own swag, so I'm looking forward to that. It'll be good for us. Again, right. thanks to Brandon, not the Brandon of the show. Brandon. Yeah, not the, me. Not me. The owner of All Wear Clothing. Again, thank you for the sponsorship. We appreciate you being the current official sponsor of the Over the Line Sports Podcast and for the merchandise that you are providing to the show and for our fans out there that actually would want some of this. Like maybe Jason might want to wear it in the basement with his sweatpants. It might sweat, go well. Do they have sweatpants? I don't know, but I bet you we could get him some sweatpants. Well, Total Bellas is off air, but hey, you can watch it when he watches Total Diva. September 19th. Yeah. Is Sasha on it? I, I don't know. I don't know if don't she know. is on it. Well, but again, watch, so. but thank you, Brandon. All wear clothing. I And yeah, thank you very much, Brandon. Um, the only question I had for you was, can you make a custom Speedo? 
I hope he can make a banana hammock for us. I know you can use that with your hot friend. She might appreciate that. I hear she likes banana hammocks. Do you have a personal preference on the color? Orange. Orange. Brandon, I will, get, orange. I will get out to Brandon at All Wear Clothing to see if he can get us banana hammocks. Bright orange banana hammocks with that OTL logo right on there. Thanks again, Brandon. All Wear Clothing. Check them out. Allwearclothing.com, the official sponsor of the Over the Line Sports Podcast. All right, let's go into the SEC. Um, you know, they're Alabama, Georgia, both in the title game last year. Um, this year, gonna, I think they're going to be in the title game of the SEC. I think that's a given. I, I don't know if you guys agree. Yes, I do. Um, I, I, as much as I hate to say it, I think Alabama is going to go undefeated again. Totally agree. Absolute cupcake schedule this year. I get sick and tired of hearing everyone say Ohio State and Michigan State and Michigan and Notre Dame and USC. They all have cupcake schedules. Done with that crap. No, and do you notice how Notre usually Dame has a cupcake schedule? Yeah, they right do. Now. But no. do you do you usually notice how when SEC plays somebody? They are usually, or not when SEC, when Alabama plays somebody, they usually, before a rivalry game or after, it's usually before a rivalry game, have a cupcake non-conference game. Have oh, you guys yeah, it's like Chattanooga or, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Tennessee Chattanooga, who went there? T.O. T.O. Terrell El Dorado. Owens. <laughs> Which initials still, T.O. Um, all right, so, hey, rundown. Give me a rundown of the East. What, uh, Brandon, what do you got? Well, the East, I have Georgia going 12-0. I got returning to the SEC championship game. I got Florida 10-2. That's the West. Donkey, give us the East. East. Yeah, that's the East. Donkey. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes. Florida's really? in the East. Texas A&M is West. Donkey. Come on. <laughs> well, I wrote mine opposite of my sheet. <laughs> and and we'll right. confirm. Stat Guy, can you confirm that for us? I'll check with Stat Guy, see what he's got. Uh, can you confirm that Bear can read? Goodness. <laughs> I, I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay, so back to what I was saying. Florida 4-10-2. Uh, I have South Carolina. They are my, um, whatchamacallit, surprise team this year. Um, Wait, sleeper who, team. Sleeper who is team. that? There we go. South Carolina. 8-4. Got them going 8-4. And, and you have, have them third in the East? Yes, I got Tennessee going six and six in their first year with Jeremy Pruitt, former offensive coordinator of Alabama. I got Missouri going five and seven, Kentucky five I and think seven. You're, you got Missouri five and seven. Yeah, I got them even, third. I got them third in the East. Even just even with their quarterback, their quarterback's getting. He's going to keep praise. throwing dimes. Yeah, their quarterback's getting a lot of praise. He did not make my top three Heisman for the SEC, but as I go on, uh, Kentucky five and seven, Vandy three and nine. Barry, what do you got? Um, I had about, I would say, zero research on the SEC. I um, was too busy watching The Bachelorette last night well, to do any. So um, my East is going to be, and I just literally wrote this down, and you guys are going to laugh at me, so suck it. Georgia will be first. Agreed. Probably 10-2. and two. Uh, my number two ten is, and two. I have them. I have them with one loss. I think we're going to have. I think they're going to hiccup somewhere. SEC is always tough, and then I, I have them losing the title game. So, I mean, they could they could run the table, and then you know you have two twelve and zero teams. Either way, I think both of the Alabama and Georgia both get back into the playoff. I think it's going to happen. I mean, one of the two will. Both? I don't think so. I think they could easily. I, I don't think it will happen this year. I think it'll just be one of them. Um, Florida. 
It was second with uh, Dan Mullen, I think, first year. Is that correct? That is correct. And he is going to be a coach of the year candidate. I would not be surprised if he wins it and he brings a good offense. They're not going to be – he's not going to bring it there this year. No. They're not going to be – they might even play three quarterbacks this year. I would not be surprised. But I do think that with his offense and in a couple of years, they're going to be back to what we're used to seeing. I mean, I think the East is going to be weak again. I You know, I see them at 7-5. and five. I see South Carolina at 7-5. and five. I see Tennessee at about 6-6. Six and six. Uh, Missouri at five and seven, just because that whole incident a few years back at UT. I hate Missouri. I will never root for them, and I always hope they lose every single game. I will not. I, I'm not going to root for them. I have a toss-up kind of same record there with Missouri and South Carolina finishing third. Um, and then yeah, I have Kentucky last. I think at three and I nine. have Vandy last. I have Kentucky, Tennessee, then Vandy. Sorry. Yes, I uh, know. I have Vandy over Kentucky. I have Vandy at four and eight. Oh, nice. Bear, uh, sh- Bear should we tell that story? Yeah, I want to hear it. I don't know what story you're talking talking about. <sighs> I guess okay. since we're doing the SEC, we might as well. But I, that's a good story. I kind of yeah. want to hold that off. But go ahead. I want to hear it. I mean, it's up to you. I mean, we don't have to give it. I'm telling you. Okay. Gary wasn't so there. I thought Gary was there. No, Gary was not. I think he w- might have been for a little bit for the tailgate, but I don't. Think yeah, he was I was there, there earlier for the tailgate. I didn't go to okay. the game. Yeah, I remember so, you being there. Yeah, okay. I was yeah. for the tailgate. So Toledo's playing Missouri. Missouri did come into the glass uh, glass bowl. And do you know why they, they call it the glass bowl? Well, Libby Glass, Toledo's known for the glass city. I was yeah, going to exactly. say because it delivers. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, no, I, I know. Don't don't hate off my Carl Mullen. That was a good. One. I hate it. It's terrible. So of course, a group of us, you know, we were minding our own business, and basically, this Missouri fan just, you know, I remember Missouri, the story. Continue though. Yeah, Missouri, you know, was going in as the over, you know, overwhelming favorite. You know, they were going to win the game. We knew that. So this and, guy was just he was just going on and on and on. And of course, you know, I go I go to the UT game, you know, with my Notre Dame jersey on, of course. And I was I was waiting. Idiot. I was waiting for him to say something about Notre Dame, but you know, I didn't. But I'll let Bear finish the story if he wants to. Well, this dude and his dad were sitting probably five or six rows behind us. You know, being a typical SEC knob, wearing a collared shirt, polo, and uh, shorts, which, like, that's what they do in the South, wear that to football games for some reason. Up here in the North, we wear football jerseys. Or, you know, it's normally cold. They don't experience that, so hoodies and crap like that. I still want to see a national championship game in Ohio weather. Man, They'll never that, do it. No, it's not going to happen. Won't. That's, that's why SEC teams don't come up North to play, because they're scared. Exactly. They don't want to play in the cold. So, yeah, pretty much, and like you said, there was a lot of alcoholic beverages being slang around earlier in that day. Um, that was an Were early, you over 21 at this time? Yes, I was. Okay. That was an early uh, early tailgate, probably a 7 or 8 a.m. we got there, and it was like a 2.30 game or 3.30 game, I think. It was definitely mid-afternoon. So, yeah, there was uh, quite a few alcoholic beverages being slanged around that day. And uh, so we were feeling pretty good. And they served beer there, too. So we just kept drinking in there, feeling pretty good. And, yeah, Missouri's beating the crap out of Toledo. Um, Toledo's keeping it half respectable. Um, And I don't remember how it started. It was probably me because I have a big mouth. Um, This dude was saying something. Was Carter there? No. I would have said it would have been Carter. No. uh, Kenny was there. Um, Andy was there. Andy was there. Brandon, obviously. Cody. Cody's got a big mouth and he drinks. So, you know, we're all talking smack or whatever. And the the infamous line of that whole thing like said so we go back and forth and i'm calling him names he's calling me names there's people in between us you know there's fist fist might be thrown here granted there was 12 of us and two of them and uh, his father was probably 60 so he wouldn't have stood much of a chance against even myself who is not the biggest of people um and this dude was very douchey but but the best line out of all of this uh, to keep not rambling on was 
uh, something along the lines of, I don't care. I could buy all of you. I have $2,500 in my pocket. No, it was five grand. Five grand. Sorry. See, and that's why I don't remember the story. He, had, he had allegedly had five grand in his pocket. And I think someone, might have been Andy, might have been myself, went back and said, I don't know if I'd say that in Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. And ever since then, have completely disliked Missouri at all. And I think that was when Matty Mock was the quarterback there who got into yeah. drugs and all that crap. But he oh, was, it was. He was, was. A, he was a Kenton, Ohio boy. That, that's probably why that guy had five grand. He just bought the drugs from him. Probably did. Yeah. But, yeah, Matty Mock was a big thing down in Kenton, Ohio. Uh, the place I work at has a place down there, so everyone's huge on him and loved him. And I was like, I mean, that dude was overrated and a druggie, so it wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but – Right, right. So, thank you for the story. How about the West? Uh, Alabama, I think we – I have them undefeated. Barry, you have them undefeated. Brandon, what do you think? Great. I'm glad Sorry, that you have something to Sorry, I lost my notes for a second. Okay, so the West, I got Bama going 11-1. and one. They are going to lose to Auburn in the last game of the year, regular season game of the year. Auburn, 10-2. and two. They're going to – I got them losing, of course, to Washington as well as they are going to cough up against, who do I got? Georgia. They're going to lose to Georgia in on Way to November. keep your notes in line. Yeah, yeah, you know, sorry. You, you should be ready for going this. Going all over the you, place. You know, sorry. You, you notice that all my notes are digital? Yeah, no, I know. I yeah, don't have Old school, man. Your grandma. Did she give you the newspaper? Hey, yes. I do old school. Yeah, yeah so, I know you guys do old school. Okay, but then so. you have him over here. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm going to let me flip my notes here. All I have to do is literally scroll. <laughs> as uh, as I was saying, Auburn 10-2. and two. Texas A&M seven and five, LSU seven and five, Old Miss seven and five, Mississippi State six and six, Arkansas five and seven. So the West definitely um, toss up there. It's going to be close. They got you know SEC. Of course, once you once you get out of Bama, you get out of, you get out of Georgia, Auburn. I mean, any of those games could be a toss up. It's the SEC. They are tough, but who I, is who? Did LSU get a new coach this year? No, they still have still, they still have job. No, stop it. <laughs> so it is still Orjon? Yeah, it's still Orjon. Yeah, he talks like this. He talks like he smoked a pack of Marlboros every day for the last 50 years. Yeah, so, um, well, like I was saying, just to wrap up, I got Georgia over Auburn in the SEC championship. Ballsy. Whoa. I like it. Disagree. I absolutely disagree as Write well. it on the board. Write it on the board. Uh, wasn't that the game last year? Yes, and they got smoked. Okay, well, new year, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my West, uh, I have Bama being undefeated. Unfortunately, they I don't I don't even think they have a tough game this year. Maybe the hardest games at LSU it could be the potential only slip up. Um, big shocker the day or the the week before Auburn they play the Citadel. Uh, I mean, just an absolute powerhouse there. So you know they they don't really have they played Louisville to start the year. Um, you know they're at Ole Miss, not not that intimidating. At Arkansas, not intimidating. At Tennessee, not intimidating. And then at LSU, which is about the only intimidating place. I, so they have they have four road games this year. I, and I I hate Alabama, so I'm going to interrupt Alabama. We just got some breaking news. Brandon, could you share the breaking news with us? And yes, it is wrestling related. This is breaking news that we called. Actually, I called weeks ago. Yeah, it's something that we all assumed was going to happen, but it is official with SmackDown going on right now. The Miz and Daniel Bryan will wrestle at WrestleMania. So WrestleMania, WrestleMania, or sorry, SummerSlam, SummerSlam. Jeez. Wow, April. Way to ruin our breaking news. I know. Sorry. All SummerSlam. right, back, back to the SEC West. Okay, never let Brandon do breaking news. Never again. <laughs> I tried. I tried to give him his glory. So, so really, um, you know, before I go down, I just a little Bama rant for all these guys who think they're tough and they're big and they're strong. And yeah, they do go to the playoff and yeah, they do win national championships all the time. But you know, if you get a cupcake schedule like this, you play four away games, seriously, 
four away games? Like, that's a joke. Absolute that's all they joke. play? Hey, sorry, four? Ohio State usually plays four away games, too. Eh, five. Four or five. Four away games. For the big, strong SEC, though? I mean, usually it's. Oh, five. it's pitiful. Yeah, trust me, it's pitiful. I, I don't like I don't like Alabama's schedule. I mean, honestly, if they don't play at LSU or at Auburn, which they do every other year, which is ridiculous, they you know they have a cupcake schedule. I mean, come on. They're, well, they're, they're, listen, this is their this is their out of conference schedule this year. Okay, you ready for this? No, Lu- about, yeah. Louisville. How are they going to be this year? Four trash. and eight. Yeah, yeah. Trash. Arkansas State. Intimidating. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Another tough one. And then the Citadel. Like, come on. Like, seriously? Schedule schedule someone tough. And, yeah, maybe no, not even when they scheduled Louisville, Lamar Jackson would have been there. They would have had to schedule this, what, 10 years ago? Correct. Like, when Bridgewater was there, maybe? Right. And, uh, yeah. you know what? I think we're done with that. Uh, quick rundown. I got Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi State, AM, LSU, Ole Miss, Arkansas. Sorry, I'll finish mine. Bama, Auburn, LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Texas AM, Arkansas on the bottom. Yep. So, so you said Dan Mullen surprise. Coach of the Year candidate? Yeah, I okay. think so. And I got just they, so I know. And they have five new coaches. And by the way, five new coaches this year, that's big for them. That is the most ever. I think this year none of them are gone. And and like I said, my – now, again, this is not my overall Heisman picks. This is just for the SEC. I got Tua Tagatolova. He'll probably – he's so going to claim that. You actually said his name right. Yeah. I, and well, that's one of the tough, <laughs> tough names. Can you say that one more time? Tua Tagatolova. So wow. he's going to – he's going to practice this in the mirror before he came over? No, actually, I did not. So he's going to take the starting job. He kept job. saying it because he was hoping that he'd show up kind of like Beetlejuice. Yeah. You say it three times, and he shows up at your house. Um, running back out of Alabama, Damian Harris, number two, and then uh, Jarrett Stidham, who's surprisingly only a junior. But, I mean, he's like 42 years old. So uh, those are my top three Heisman picks from the SEC. So we'll go on from there. Um, yeah, I mean, Tua obviously is going to be top. I think Jarrett's still going to be right behind them. I'm sure whatever Georgia running backs there this year um, will be a monster because they always are. And who's their quarterback? I um, can't think of his name. The kid, the Eason. freshman. Yeah, Jacob Eason. He'll be up there too. I think he'll be all quarterbacks. And they got they got Fields coming in, that, that uh, freshman coming in as well. He's, he's definitely going to get some playing time as well. That's good. I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll be an interesting year besides Bama being boring and hopefully slipping up twice or something, but it's just not going to happen. How many bull – how many? Excuse me. How many bowl teams do you think they have? How many representatives? Seven. I had ten. Yeah, I got ten. And uh, so is. I mean, six and six wins you get in a bowl. Yeah, game, so. exactly. So is Jake Fromm? Fifty of them. <laughs> Jake Fromm not playing? From no, Georgia? he transferred to Washington. He's, he'll sit out this year, and with. Uh, Browning's a senior. So yeah, Browning. I did yep. not know that Fromm transferred. Yeah, perfect, perfect uh, selection out of him. Because where did he transfer from? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, good good choice from him with Brown, uh, Browning out after this year because of a senior. Um, he'll get right in there and he'll start next year. Did you know that Jake Fromm transferred? I had no idea. I do now. Thank you. I'm just I I'm not doing it again. Yeah, I know. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. You're very welcome. All right, let's go to the AFC South. Um, Zan gave us amazing feedback as we asked in the last episode, and he did not disappoint He at did all. not at all. Seriously, it was nice. Thank you, Zan. Zan, he gave some great feedback. We're going to have Stat Guy. He took a little break. He had to get some chicken dip himself. You know, I'm actually impressed with Stat Guy this week. He is keeping it up. I'm just waiting for the disappointment. It'll probably come during wrestling. But uh, Well, he heard we have sponsors now, so he's getting a little bit yeah. excited. 
What? What's he going to get? Some clothing, maybe? I, yeah, because he's homeless, so yeah. he lives in the garage. He's got to get something. Here. Yeah, maybe a hoodie in the winter when it's chilly in here. Yeah, from All Wear Clothing. Check them out, allwearclothing.com. Yeah. Oh, just to say that breaking news about Miz and uh, Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam, they did come from my wife, so thank you. Yeah, thank you, wife. Does she have a name? Have we named her? No. We're going to keep it that way. Okay, yeah, wife. Anyway. The only wife out, out of us three, so yeah, there, wife. That's fair. I have wife, but with two extra letters, X, wife. <laughs> so I don't know if she wants me to say her name, so we'll just, we'll no, just keep No, no, we'll wife. leave it how it is. And uh, can you kind of give us what Zan had to say since uh, Stat Guy, I know he already got it to us. Thank you, sir. Yeah, he's like I said, I think it's because we're feeding him today. He's not drunk. and he's he fire. He, he heard that there was a potential for clothing. So, I mean, he's really sucking up to us today. Um, yeah, Zan is, he, he does live in the Houston area. Um, so. Oh, there we go. You stupid idiot. Close the door. <laughs> idiot. So, I didn't bring Miller Lite this week. I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, no. Oh, God. Close the door. I hear cicadas. You idiot. And he's gone. Oh, wonderful. See, I knew he wouldn't. I knew he'd Probably just going to go get some more buffalo chicken dip. Anyways. sitting right next to me. Zan, I just want to say that. Zan. Buffalo chicken dip is with my left hand. I can literally reach it. It's almost in my bubble. Well, he didn't know that, obviously. He's going to go back into the house with your ex-wife, so boom. Well, I hope her boyfriend's here so he can whoop his ass. Oh, hopefully he's not. He's going to come back and look for that buffalo chicken dip, and he's going to whoop all our asses. Oh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. And yeah, he's probably soft anyways. Yeah, you're probably right. He probably is soft. <laughs> More ways than one. <laughs> so so back to the AFC South, um, you know, our, our buddy Zan moved to Houston a few years back. He's always been a Texans fan for as long as I really remember. Even before he moved there, I always remember him liking the team. And by the way, Zan is coming back. He will be here for a year. That's very exciting news we found out last night. That's awesome breaking news, too. Going to miss the store, but yes, he is coming back. And and we can't wait to see him back. And like I said, we're very happy he gave us uh, a lot of information. A great post on Facebook, um, you know, and I'm not going to read this word for word because it's a lot, but I did a little bit of uh, overview on it. And I think he's got some great information in here. He's talking about, you know, obviously being in Houston, he's getting all that inside information. You get all Houston all day down there. He's saying that a lot of the reports out of camp are saying that Watson and Fuller have picked off, picked up right where they left off last season. And if you remember, Watson to Fuller was an amazing combo. And Brandon, I see you there. Go ahead, go ahead, give me your Wolf, where, Will Fuller. Where did, go where did he go to? Where did he go to school? This, oh, yeah, Notre Dame. Thank oh, you. Yeah, the, the same place Gene Smith, who couldn't tell domestic violence stuff, went to school in Notre Dame. So, yeah. yeah the, same got, we, we, the same people who can't hold up scaffolding. We don't – we don't uh, – yeah, he's not part uh, of Oh, anymore. Barry, you were not there for dinner last night. I said what's going to happen is Brandon is going to get his dream job as head coach of the football team at Notre Dame, but it is going to be the soccer – girls' soccer team at Notre Dame Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd probably like that more than that football coach at Notre Dame. Football. No, I think he'd like Notre Dame. We know what he likes. I wouldn't mind the other coaching. Well, yeah, I would. They're Bush. all under. Gosh. <laughs> oh, wait. You no asked comment. what he liked. Kyle Bush. I thought we knew that. Yeah, Kyle Bush. He yeah, does like Kyle Bush. Anyway. Everyone's mind's in the gutter today. So, Zan, yeah. what did he give so us? He, so Ooh, he's, saying, M&Ms. he's saying Watson and Fuller connection is back. He says Wat, they're saying Watson's looking really good in practice. He's looking good in camp. You know, I, I really think that if he stays healthy, he's going to do exactly what he did last year, you know, just dominate. He threw some interceptions every now and then, but that's what rookies do. He, you know, threw a lot of touchdowns. I don't have the stats in front of me right now because, like I said, I was slacking and didn't do any research on it. 
But, you know, with Fuller being healthy, with Watson being healthy, with DeAndre Hopkins healthy, um, you know, they got Deontay Foreman in the back. I really think that he he should be okay, a good backup to Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller had a good, la- good year last year, but even in Miami, he really never scored touchdowns, right? You're he, absolutely correct. He, he was a solid running back. He's yeah. a good – I think he's, he's good, on the back end of his career anyway. He, he, so. Yeah, and, he, and he's a good, uh, you know, 250 carries a year, 1,200 yards, something like that. I mean, Lamar Miller's a good, solid back. He doesn't catch a lot of balls on the backfield. He's a, he's a two-down back. You know who does catch balls? Who's that? It's that guy. Oh, that's very possible. I thought you were going to say Aaron Judge. He catches a lot of balls. Yes, he does. Well, not, not now with a broken Not right now rest, with a broken – well, yeah, chip wrist, but whatever. Anyways, uh, you know what? I'm sorry I'm going to get off topic since you brought up Aaron Judge. I should have brought this up on the Yankees thing. Actually, you brought up Aaron Judge. I just want to throw that out there. Whatever. So I should have brought this up on the Yankees thing. Total sidebar here, and I'm totally going to get my ass whipped for this. Last night, before the Bachelorette came on, I was watching the other guys with Hot Friend. She came over a little bit early. And right at the end, you know how – you've seen the other guys, right? Oh, of course. You know how Jeter's in the end with the wig? Yes. And I was like, ah, Derek Jeter, because he shoots Jeter. Wal- no. Wahlberg does. Don't even – But she goes, who's Derek Jeter? I know. And I was it. like – Hot Whoa. Friend, Hot <laughs> Friend, you have let me down. You have – I – oh, gosh. I'm going to meet you. I, I just found out who you are. I know you by name, and I just happened to go through because there's not many people with that name. We found you. Brandon and I found you. I am so pissed right now that you don't know who Derek. How do you oh, not know who Derek Jeter is? I, I said that I go. I said I hate the Yankees, but he's probably the best shortstop of all time. Like he was the Yankees captain for like twenty years. I said, how do you not know Derek Jeter? She goes, I don't know Derek Jeter. Well, obviously she did not get one of the gifts from him, so that's a good thing for you. I guess I did. Uh, maybe not though. I I could date any of the women that Jeter gave a gift basket to. So. So what would you officially say now that you brought up hot friend? Is uh, your status with hot friend? Is she just a hot friend for you? Yeah, she's still a hot friend. I, nothing's changed. It's still the same. So and even if it does change, it's probably going to be the same on the podcast, and no one's going to know. There you go. Well, unless we bring it up because we're assholes like that. so That is true. We'll see how it happens. I hear you do have a wonderful date this weekend. I hope you enjoy it. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I think weddings are Well, boring. that's pretty terrible, though, that you say, yeah, we'll see. You're well, going to yeah, be I with mean, her, so that sounds like shit. Well, that yeah, you're... it'll be fine. I just, I just don't like going to weddings. I, I think they're boring. Ones that I'm not in, at least. I, I don't know. As long, I mean, there's yeah, going to be free you. drinks there. So, I mean, I, I yeah, know. Yeah, and that. then you so, always have to buy a gift. You have to. Uh, exactly. Is this for a friend or a family member? This is for my parents' neighbor's daughter she is getting married oh. or they're both getting married um you by know, the way congratulations to them she's a 10 because what, what is that brandon Ten. Ten. <laughs> because you know they're it's good for them you know they're they're good together and, and he's you know they both have good jobs so it's good good young kids getting married Congrats, what do you mean by good that. job um, we are so off is, topic it's not even funny it's okay <laughs> oh he works in he works in uh beer distribution for I heidelberg heidelberg that's no, what i was gonna say I, I, Budweiser. Miller Lite. I don't think so give brandon a miller light shout it, out to nick right there i think it's miller but i like you said i'm not exactly sure i'm sorry i'm not that good of a listener well Pol- since, i apologize justin if you're listening which you're not but i apologize yeah so he likes soccer so he's not gonna listen well to this. not the justin that's the uh second top listener on our show no 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 not the him. one who's getting married but Any, anyway anyway so back to back, afc south what back, do we got back what did zan back to zan back to zan yeah well you keep saying that and i'm giving you stuff <laughs> you back, what did zan say like just listen well i'm trying to listen but then you say aaron judge oh by the way a story for well, you she doesn't pop- know who Derek cheater is it, by the way how do you not know who Derek cheater is i'm so mad at you right now and pop- yes it pops 
popped into my head. I'm sorry. That's how I think. I'm, I'm not a reader. I'm a sporadic thinker. So anyways, to finish up the offense, he says the offensive line is still going to suck. So it's going to be a lot of Deshaun Watson passing to Hopkins and Fuller. Um, Fedorowicz, I think, is their tight end. Yep. So Lamar Miller said should have a decent year. Probably not as much. Um, with Foreman in the backfield, though, it'll be good to run a two-back system instead of just Miller down everyone's throats. Now to the defense, which is obviously Houston's better side of the ball. Oh, my gosh. If you get J.J. Watt healthy – He's, and just oh, everybody Lord. on that line, Jadavion? that D line. He says that oh JJ looks bigger. He looks healthy. He said he looks massive. Were his words? He looks massive, and that's scary. And talk about a wonderful human being. You've Absolutely. seen what that guy has done what he, for what he Houston. Ran for Houston, twenty five million dollars yeah. or something Un- ridiculous. Unbelievable! What a, just an amazing human being. And I'm Absolutely. sad to see that this man has been injured because well, he is one of the top players. And his brother, by the way, I know we talked about the AFC North last week. Mm-hmm. His brother's going to be a good player this year yeah. for the Steelers. I, I mean, was, JJ does all this stuff, and he just gets no. I mean. I I know he doesn't want it. He doesn't want it he either. Want it. But, he gets I recognition. mean, recognition. He does I get mean, recognition. People notice it, and, you know, and, and the right people put it out there. Yeah, but paying he, for funerals, you know, giving this. The guy is just an just, amazing human yes, being. And so, Houston, do we think they win the division? Yes, Zan is saying that. And let me finish up with the defense since oh. I just said that was the more powerful side here, and you keep interrupting me. Um, actually, you're interrupting Zan, so you're interrupting with, so it's quite rude. Well, Zan's not back here to say anything to me. He so said, when he gets back, he by said, the way, I want to go back to the oh store. God. I need some cigarettes. I need beer. Are you done? I miss Zan. I'm about to meet I want cigarettes mic. and beer. I'm about to meet your mic. So you can't touch he my said mic. that na 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 na. Can't touch this. So, anyways, Clowny. I want to touch it. <laughs> I'll touch you. <laughs> sorry, Zan. I am so sorry. I'm gonna back off. Clowny, Watt, Merciless. He said if they're healthy, it's gonna be disgusting on the field. They got Tyron Matthew in the offseason. He said he's already coming off as a leader in the secondary. I mean, if they all stay healthy. There's no way that that team doesn't win or doesn't lose more than, or I'm sorry, win. No, I don't even know what the hell I'm saying now. Do you know who they play in the NFC East, though? Wow. Idiot. I just gave that away. They. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to watch them beat the crap out of Dallas. Who do they play in the NFC East? They play Dallas, maybe Philadelphia, (laughs) Washington, and maybe the Giants. Yeah, I know. I know. Just going off, you know, the defense for them. I know Anthony Weaver, the defensive line coach for Houston, is one happy man when all three of those guys are healthy. Uh, JJ Watt, monster guy when he's healthy. Twenty-two sacks, I think he had one year. Um, Jadavian Clowney, we've all seen what he's done in college. We've all seen what he's done in the NFL. By and the then, way, one of my favorite hits in college. Thank you, yeah, Jadavian Clowney. I just I reposted that. It came up on my timeline, uh, and I just reposted it. So. Uh, amazing hit. Check it out. Bowl game against Michigan. Yep, Michigan. Um, Michigan. So, yeah, once – I mean, again, injuries, you know, any sport you play, injuries are going to play a factor. If all those guys are healthy, they can win the division. I just – I don't have them winning the division. Wow. Who do you who do you have winning? I have Jacksonville winning the division 11-5. I got Houston going 10-6. and six. Oh, wow. Titans 9-7. and seven. Colts 8-8. Eight and eight. Okay. Um, Zan is thinking that they're going to win the division this year. He loves their schedule. Um, they re- He says realistically they only play four teams that are going to give them a problem, and that's the Jaguars, Eagles, Patriots, and Rams. Obviously, they have to play the Jags twice. Zan, thanks for not throwing Dallas in there. Really mature. I hope Zeke runs all over them. <laughs> all over where, them. where is that game this year, by the way? I think it's in Houston. Is it? Yeah. What do you what do you have? Do you have what does he? I th- I think he said what thirteen and three, he possibly 12, fourteen and he, two. He, he says he says realistically twelve and four. Optimistically, he's hoping for fourteen and two. He thinks they split with the Jags, um, and he didn't give who else they might lose to reali- realization wise. But twelve and four, I think, is pretty solid. Um, I'm actually going to say that they and the Jags both go eleven and five. 
Um, I think that, and this is a obviously crazy tiebreaker scenario, I think the Jags still win that division. I think that Houston, um, you know, gets the wild card, yeah, obviously. They'll, yeah, they'll make the playoffs. Um, I, I think they're going to be a very good team. If they stay healthy, you know, Super Bowl contender. No doubt in my mind, Super Bowl contender if they stay healthy. Um, well, if as long as Watson doesn't regress. Who, now, who do, you, year, who do you have third? I think the Colts will be third, um, probably eight and eight, seven and nine. If Luck is healthy, he's going to – I mean, that just guides him to five wins if he's healthy right there. Their defense still not great. They're building it, though. I like what they're doing. They've drafted a lot of defense. It reminds me of what Dallas started doing a few years back where they knew their offensive line was trash. And they started drafting offensive line, and every Dallas fan that wasn't me and Gary and a couple other people I know were like, oh, that's stupid pick. Why aren't they taking this guy? Take this offensive guy I, and this. I and was so happy they, they kept taking linemen. They were and building. They built, and they have, that's probably one of the best lines in the NFL right and now. who, the Colts? No, no, no. No, the Dallas. Cowboys. No, but no, I'm no, saying. Well, yeah, Dallas. Yes, but what I'm absolutely. saying is that's what the Colts have been doing. They've been drafting defense to build, and they're going to, it's it's not it's not going to be there. They're a young defense, but I think that they're taking the right steps. It's all a matter of Andrew Luck can stay healthy. Their offense is going to be decent. I mean, they lost Frank Gore. You know, it's a little bit disappointing because he was a good running back. They have Marlon Mack and another running back I can't think of off the top of my head right now. Should be, like I said, should be defense or should be decent this year. I, you know, I, I can't see him with a winning record. I can't say with Luck coming back they're going to be nine and seven. There's just, there's no way. Eight and eight, seven and nine. Um, Crap! The Titans are in that division, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I, and I actually first year head coach. I actually have. This is what happens when I don't do my research. Right. I have Houston at twelve and four, uh, winning the division, beating out Jacksonville. So I'm siding with you, Zan. I think they're going to win that division. Jacksonville, I have them going eleven and five. Tennessee, nine and seven. And the Colts, if Andrew Luck is healthy, I have them at eight and eight. Right now, he might not be there in Week One. They don't know yet, but there is a good op- good chance he will be if he does not play the whole year. Give me Tennessee at ten and six, and put Indy at six and ten. I mean, and there's a well, very good chance. Sorry, Brandon. There's a very good chance that this could be the best overall division in the NFL this year. Absolutely, yeah, I think absolutely agree. No, I was just gonna say, uh, you know, we're talking about Andrew Luck staying healthy. They did draft, and I know I'm a Notre Dame fan, but they did draft Quentin Nelson. That guy's gonna be a monster. He's gonna make the Pro Bowl this year. Write it down. He's gonna make multiple Pro Bowls. What does he do? Huh? He's what a is guard. He? Right guard, left guard. All right, they'll probably put him at the left guard. Yeah, nice. So, and then just uh, another thing on Deshaun Watson, if he could stay healthy as well, we're seeing a lot. Of, we're seeing a definitely a trend lately of these quarterbacks that are getting injured, especially with the ACLs. They're not gonna. They're not gonna try to take time off. We see Deshaun Watson. You know, nine months after tearing his ACL, he said he's game ready. Um, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. You know, he says he's ready, but they're gonna hold him off with Nick Foles staying there. We'll touch on that more when we get to the NFC East. But we're seeing these quarterbacks that, you know, they're not going to wait. You know, we see Teddy Bridgewater tore his ACL out for a year. He's gone, lost a starting job. So these guys are going to, you know, hopefully not regress, hopefully not get injured, not hopefully not come back too soon. But if Deshaun Watson can stay healthy, we've seen what he did in the five games that he played last year. I think he threw like 17 touchdowns. I don't know how many picks. But, I mean, he was putting up monster stats. So, if he can stay healthy, I think, like I said, they go 10-6. and six. Sorry, Zan, they still make the playoffs. They get that 5 or 6 seed, but we'll see. I think they're, like I said, I'm going to stick with them 12-4. and four. I know Barry said 11-5. and five. Um, So AFC South looking good. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Let's switch a little bit to the NFL, some news that came out this week. Corey Coleman got traded to the Bills. Do we think that that means Dez is going to Cleveland? Uh, I, I mean, it obviously it opens the door. Um, I just – 
no one has still pulled the trigger on Des yet. It's just hard to think that they're going to do it. I mean, it's it's getting late now. I mean, camp is about done. It's it's preseason time. Camp is pretty much over here. We're we're in the dog days of camp. Um, so even if he does get signed, I just I I. I can't see him you know he can produce but he's got to learn that offense and it's a new offense so i you know i gotta think that you know it's like i said it's very possible i just i I don't know why he hasn't been signed yet i just i don't understand and you know that that is okay and do i think he goes there maybe it's possible i'm not quite sure if he does they Josh Gordon, I know they said is likely going to play, but he, yeah, he's going to play. But um, I, know, I don't know another thing that happened recently that might open up the door even more. Antonio Callaway did get, um, sorry, Antonio Callaway did get arrested over the weekend for possession and I think driving without a license. That might open up to where he could be suspended a couple games where Des Bryant does get in. Um, they did say. Um, I know the Ravens are also a potential for Des Bryant. So we'll see. We'll see. They did offer him a big contract, and he turned it down. And, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I know that. And, and they give him, what they want to give him, seven? Yeah, I think seven or eight a year and uh, for two or three years. And, you know, he didn't take it, but that, that's his own choice. I know Antonio Brown's trying to get him to come play with the Steelers. I just don't see that happening. He's, they're so deep already, I don't see him going there. See, that's the thing. Des Bryant can still play, but, I mean, he's not going to be – you know, he got that got the thing in Dallas, you know, where he couldn't catch the ball and stuff. But the guy still – he he's number one in touchdown reception with, like, 76 in Dallas, even more than Michael Irvin. Mm-hmm. Um, he still had, I think um, – how many 100-catch seasons did he have? I think he had a couple. And then he yeah. still – he had, like, almost – I don't know if he had 10,000 yards receiving, but he was up there. I mean, the guy can still play. He's 32, I think. Mm-hmm. But he can still play. Yeah, I mean, he can still go up and get a ball every once in a while. I mean, he's not going to be the hundred catch guy anymore. His hands are his hands have been questionable. Always have been questionable, really. His, I hate to say his heart because he does get into the games, but sometimes it seems like he's quit every once in a while. So I, I do question his heart. I, I love Dez. He was one of my favorite Cowboys. I mean, I was hoping that he'd come back after all of what he said about Sean Lee and Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones. That's just that's done now. The doors. Well, yeah, I mean, I shouldn't now. say I shouldn't say that with Jerry. I mean. The door's been closed for a lot of people, and his old man ass will sign back anybody. And didn't didn't uh, Travis Frederick say something? Didn't he say something about him? And Frederick just came back like, what? He was kind of surprised. Uh, I did not see that. I saw the Sean Lee stuff, but, you know. Like it is said, what it is. I, I like Sean Lee. He's a leader in that locker room. As long as we can keep him healthy or the Cowboys yeah. can keep him healthy, we'll see what happens. So let's go into uh, – we had Justin mention a question. He posed a question to us yes. on Twitter. What did he What did he say, Bear? He posted on at OTL Sports Pod, our Twitter handle, and please, you know, comment any questions just like Justin did, and we appreciate Justin's question. And I think it's an awesome question. I love this question. Um, maybe, you know, I know it's only been our, it's our fourth podcast, but it's maybe my favorite one so far. Yeah. Um, he asked with Kane, AKA Glenn Jacobs winning his the new mayor of Knox County, winning his Knox County mayoral candidacy. Um, who would be good political candidates that are WWE superstars? He did exclude Jesse, the body Venturi. Ventura, which is fair. Ventura. Obviously he already did it. He was, um, you know, he was governor of Minnesota, and we, we kind of talked and, and, and semi-agreed as we went back and forth texting each other this week on people who are ready, like Booker T's running for mayor of Houston. So we can put those, what we're going to do, we're each going to do a top three, and we're going to go from bottom up 
who we think could be there, but honorable mentions. Sure, is, Ryan, Rhino as mayor, you know, ran for so he could be an honorable mention of Detroit. But and Jerry Bob, Lawler man. ran for mayor, of and he Memphis. lost of Memphis, yep. and then Bob Backlund ran for I think Senate, and he lost too. So yeah. they are just some honorable mentions. And obviously, Linda McMahon is in uh, small business administration right now, so for she Trump. is also out. I wouldn't. That's she's in, so that's not even an honorable mention. That's that's legit. So do you have any other honorable mentions, Bear, that you would like to throw in there? Nope, I am just going to give my top three. I don't like honorable well, mentions. Give it, give it, give us three first. What do you have? Let's all go with number three okay. first. Who do you have number three? Um, num- number three is I told you guys that I have two good ones, and my third is a little bit off the wall, um, and that would be Val Venus, uh, Sean Morley. I love. I think he could be a, a political Hello, guy. Oh, ladies! <laughs> I would <laughs> love if he did that. Up. Um, you know, I think that, and, and we talked about it last week about, I, I listened back and we talked about it last week on how he is, you know, big into mar- medical marijuana. And I did a little bit of research into that. We said Vegas. Of I was, course you did. Of course I did. I was incorrect. It was Mesa, Arizona. His business is Purple Haze Lounge is what he calls it, which is great. Um, Purple Haze, great song by Jimi Hendrix. Beautiful. So, you know, he runs his own business, and it's a business, obviously, that's going to be up and coming and and be booming here in the next five years, no doubt about it, the medical marijuana business. If you run a business, you can be president of the United States. There's Donnie again. Okay, well, we just lost every follower we had. Thanks. Um, (laughs) I'm going to bring him back again. I'm going to make this podcast great again. You're going to make a huge... It's going to be huge, huge podcast. I can see your lack of hair flapping in the wind, too. Thank you, Donnie. Don't tell everybody about my wig. <laughs> it's like, on, it's like uh, you know, watching that movie Fun with Dick and Jane where he's doing the report, and it's not, the followers are just going and going, and just they're disappearing just left and right. Who do you have more fun with, Dick or Jane? Uh, it was a hilarious movie. That's all I know. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, so, so, so Valvinus. So anyways, Valvinus number three, you know, he owns his own business. I, I Obviously, that's not the only thing. I made this more of a funny one, but I'm just saying he'd probably be a Democratic guy doing the medical marijuana thing would be my guess. I think he'd be half decent in office. Well, Maybe not president, I, but good political candidate. I, I like sure. it too. I, I could see and, him going either way. Well, and I think he'd get a lot of the women vote. What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely, he would get the women vote. And I, I think he could go either way. You know, I usually tend to be a social liberal and a fiscal conservative. But uh, as that, I, I would be all for medical marijuana or even marijuana as a recreational type thing because you can just tax the shit out of that, yeah, and that's good. It's good money. Brandon, what do you got for number three? I had to throw a uh, woman in there, so I'm going to go with Natty. Nat- Natty, really? Yeah, Why Natty? You. I don't know. I just think that she could be – I think she would be good at it. Yeah. Uh, any, anything definitely, else on her? Well, <laughs> you know, the, the – um, her love for animals, so I know if she gets in there, she'd be, you know, an animal. I think you've been it. watching too much of Total Divas. So I probably have, but hey, good show. So, uh, well, I didn't want to be sexist, you know. I couldn't be to go with all males, so I had to throw, a, you know, a woman in there. So there you go. I, I have no women. Sorry. Well, I, I do. So my number three, I actually put two people at number three because I couldn't choose between the two of them. They actually go together, Triple H, Triple H and Stephanie. I could see it happening just because of the obvious. They are... What they have done, Triple H is a, a good businessman. So is Stephanie. She's a good businesswoman. She is good for that brand. She's brought that brand back. She does great for women. She's all about women's rights and empowerment for women. I think she would be good for that. You've seen some of the things she's done for kids and women and everybody. And what she does would be great if she decided to run Triple H just for his business. You know, he's very business savvy. 
He's always dressed to the nines. You know, he's very good on the mic, so we know he would be very articulate as a speaker. So for me, I have Triple H and Stephanie. Um, and one honorable mention I had there, he's way too old now, but Vince, I could see Vince just running oh, just because yeah. he could. So <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. And uh, Bear, what do you got for number two? Okay, so number two, I think, um, could also intertwine. With, he could have been my number one as well. Um, probably some guy that you guys don't have overlooked for sure. I would, I would think. I could be wrong. Eric Bischoff. Um, that Eric, is that is I do not have that is solid. Eric Bischoff like is that. and and don't get me wrong here. Like I said, we're not making the show political. This is a great question. We love it. Eric Bischoff is a true hardcore Republican right wing son of a bitch. Yes, and that's he how is. he no. is. Well, was in the middle of nowhere, I think, in Wyoming. Cody, Wyoming. Yep. But I and that mean and that doesn't mean I, that means nothing to me. I don't care. I'm I'm in for someone who would take care of this country. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Like I said, I'm not making this political. But the dude's smart as hell. I mean. He's had except I, when it's daytime. <laughs> he is not freaking daytime, Eric. So I mean, he, he's so smart. He has he he's owned his own landscaping business. Um, born and raised in Detroit, by the way. Not a lot. Not many people know. Did that. not know that. He uh, yeah, grew up on the tough streets of Detroit. I think he said he moved out around thirteen or fourteen. But yes, he was born and raised in Detroit. That is a fact. So you know, he's tough. He said he had older brothers that beat him up all the time. That's what makes him the way he is. He owned his own landscaping company. He turned around. WCW. I mean, that place was trash before he got there. Well, I mean, he... And we'll be able to get into some more discussion about that with but, our next question. And as I go, you know, that's he turned that around. I mean, the dude was a male model back in the day. And now... Really? Yes, he was. That, he, that doesn't surprise me, he though. Modeled, he was a pretty boy. He, he modeled when he was younger. Him and That's how he met his wife, who's Did been MMA. together for, I think, 34 years now. Yeah, karate. Yeah. Uh, judo, actually. No, yeah. no. That was, Bruce was judo. He was karate. He was a karate black. He is a karate black. Yeah. I shouldn't say was. He is. I mean, the dude's just an all-around badass and now has his own brewing company. He started his own beer in Cody, Wyoming. He calls it Buffalo Bill Cody Beer. Um, you know, <laughs> so between all that and now also having his own podcast and now going back with Conrad and having another one after he got kicked off, I think, MLW Radio, yep. something like that back in the day because he was so, I don't know how to, you know, so controversial. I, I love, yeah, He I just love tells it how it off. is. He does, and, you know, he's a no no BS kind of guy. And I think that my number two, that was very long-winded, but Eric Bischoff, and also could have been my number one all day. I, I think Bischoff would be awesome in office. Well, I, I'm just going to go on a limb. I think all our number one is going to be the same, but uh, go ahead, Brandon. No, mine's not. My What's your number two? Two, bro. David Otunga. David Otunga. That's – I would have not expected yeah, he's that. A lawyer. That's good. He is a lawyer. He is a You're lawyer. absolutely correct. So I can see – I mean – you know, he obviously he doesn't wrestle anymore, but he does do the announcing, uh, like you were saying. Um, very articulate. Can st- he can talk. He's a lawyer. He's got that background. Plus, he, I don't know if he still does. I don't know if he is still married, but Jennifer Hudson, that could probably help with some votes. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, David Otunga, I'm not going to go into more depth with, uh, like Bear just did, but just to go back to Eric Bischoff, we saw what happened after he left WCW in uh, 2000, September of 2000. So, yeah, David um Sorry, uh, Bischoff, on that very solid pick. So, yeah, my number two, David Otunga. My number two, I'm just kind of keeping this just with who I think could get votes just off of recognition and things like that. I have Cena just because I know he's got some controversy, controversial things going on right now with of who cares with Nikki Bella. It doesn't matter. But this guy, his, 
in his life, we have seen what he's done for WWE. He is just committed to what he's doing and what he has done for the Make-A-Wish Foundation and how many wishes he has done. Absolutely unbelievable. I think he's the record holder now. Yes, he is the record holder. He has been for a while. Yeah, he's way over that. And just what he does for people, you know, what he does out there, he's a face. He's been on talk shows. He does this. He's very articulate. He does amazing things in the community. I think he could – he's just an easy pick. You know, nothing on my list is controversial. So um, that's what I have. So for number one – Let's uh let's just do it on three here. What do we have for one, two, three? Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. I was gonna go with Dwayne. I was gonna go with Cena too as easy picks, but you don't even I, have him in the top three. I I do, but I mean I I wanted to go off the you know off the edge a little here, so I went with Titus Young. Hi, <laughs> Titus Worldwide. <laughs> wow, I I completely disagree. Since Again, I, I mean, that's we fine. took I'm this not... more serious. Well, yeah. No, I mean that's good to go. I you know. Why Titus? Cena is, you know, an easy pick. Dwayne, definitely an easy pick. You know, the flirtation of running in 2020. He will get a lot of votes. I, yeah, I don't think Not he to won't. get into political, but it's he'll get a lot of votes just for his name, Dwayne Johnson, and who he is. So, Titus Young, you know, we see when he's done. You know, he doesn't get that much recognition from, you know, what he's done politically. But um, as long as he doesn't publicly, grab his boss again, he'll be okay. Yeah, but, uh, you know... Um, what he's done with for kids and what he's done, you know, WWE Father of the Year and stuff like that. Make a wish, you know, not as much as Cena, but like I said, I went off the wall a little bit. Um, didn't go with the uh, the sure fire picks, but Titus Young. I mean, and and obviously why I picked The Rock, it's gonna be the same. I mean, the dude is literally number one in the world right now. He is the top male in the world. What's not to like? Number about one him? paid actor. That's what I'm saying. He's just number one in general in the world right now. Yeah, like, it, I mean, I don't think you know he's, he's charismatic. He's, Everyone likes him. He's he's family like you know family oriented. What he does for people just out of the blue, like he just gave his his uh not his bodyguard but his stunt double a truck like a his custom cousin. truck. Yeah, yeah his, his cousin, cousin, which is his his stunt double, gave him a custom truck. He's, Roman Reigns. Right? No. He stopped and you know he's helped people out uh, that that needed help. You know he's needed help at times, and then and uh, people have been there for him. Like I have not seen anybody that just dislikes this guy. I know he just went to an aquarium in a zoo. I don't know if you saw this controversy that was going on that people are upset with him because he's basically supporting animals that are just being contained oh when God. there's not there's not full stories behind it. But don't just oh are you serious? I mean, is, yeah. is this what is this what society's at? That's now? what they oh, have come to. But just if, follow- Go ahead. No, if Cena or not Cena, if Dwayne were to run, I don't think he runs in twenty twenty. I could see him potentially running if if Trump were to by chance win again, or somebody, and there's not good candidates there. I could see him really seriously considering running in twenty twenty four. And I don't see, he. I think he could just win if Trump could win like he did, basically just trash talking everybody and just you know damning everybody and everything that was going on. You have a guy that comes in and does positive things and good things for the world. It's going to bring him back to, you know, I want that Barack Obama type person yeah, if, again. And he, that is what would happen. If he really shows his political side, which I, I know he will, he's not. he won't take it as a joke if he does run. Oh, no. But, I mean, you just follow him on, you know, social media. I mean, the guy will just be driving down the road and a fan will stop and he'll, he'll talk to him in the middle of traffic. There was that video. About a year ago, him just talking to a fan in the middle of traffic. Yeah, they were stuck in traffic, and so, he, yeah. the guy rolled the window, and he goes, oh, Dwayne, and he just, they just <laughs> yeah. have a conversation. Like he so, out. I mean, this guy, yeah, just you guys hit it all, very family-oriented, you know, he'll, you know, his respect for the fans, what he's done in his WWE career, what he's done in his acting career, just tremendous. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, as we went on, I mean, the dude is awesome. There's, I don't know how people don't like him. And if you're trying to nitpick and find something you don't like, well, you're ridiculous. Probably something about some 
Poontang Pie and Lillian Garcia or something back in the day that someone would nitpick. Oh, I'm sure they'll nitpick oh, something. How, how could you talk about that about women or you know, some crap like that? Yeah, that would come up. All right, so thank you again, Justin, for the question. You, you have our list now. Let's go into the Jason debate. The Jason debate is pretty good this week. Modern era, 80s to now. What wrestlers do we think had the biggest impact on bringing wrestling back to what it is today? And then he also threw in there, why is it the Divas division? Well, I'm going to disagree with that. But uh, what do we got? What do we got, wrestlers, that why from 80s yep. to now? You go right ahead, Gary. I want you to start this off because I have a little bit of um, an off-the-wall answer to this question as Jason proposed it. So I am going to – I want to give that last one. Okay. Let's start with you. Okay. So what I have is 80s to now. I mean, obviously we know Hulk Hogan brought it back, but then it kind of dipped down in the 90s. What really brought it back was competition. Competition thrives in business. I don't care what anybody says. It is hard to have it. I don't think that wrestling – is where it was in the late 90s in the Attitude Era right now. It is definitely not. I think that with WCW and uh, WWE going at it or WWF at the time, that is what brought it to where it was at its strongest point of all time. Now, more or less now, I wouldn't even say it's any wrestlers. Of course, Cena brought it back. Flair Hogan, you could throw all these guys out there. Dwayne, uh, Stone Cold, anybody like that. But I really think nowadays it is, I'm gonna, it's one person to me, and it is Triple H. Triple H has brought it back, and he's doing it from behind the scenes. What he has done with NXT is just phenomenal. I brought back the word. You hear that, Bear? Phenomenal. Yeah, we should say it 77 <laughs> times in a row, like episode uno. Yes, I know. And so what Triple H has done, going and getting the indie guys, getting Shinsuke here, getting AJ here, getting getting uh, Shinsuke, AJ, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, all these indie guys, all these guys in New Japan, getting them to come to WWE, getting them in – NXT to start and then now you can see their top guys there. AJ's been holding the title you know he's had it for a long time and he's going to I think keep it till Wrestlemania so now I am just saying that it is in my opinion not Vince not anybody like that currently not a wrestler you know Triple H was a wrestler obviously but it is him behind the scenes that has kept wrestling where it is today and the product on NXT and what they have done and of course his wife what she has done with the women's evolution has been a big thing and their signing of Ronda Rousey was huge for women so I think that it you you got to give it to Triple H because he brought all of them to WWE Brandon I, I think Triple H is a very very great pick I think it's just the overall competition. Um, we saw in the Attitude Area, we all era, we all grew up in the Attitude Area. It was off the charts, blew WCW out of the water, didn't look back. It was amazing. It was our it was our favorite time of you know the whole out of all time period in WWE is the Attitude Era. Um, kind of dipped after they kind of went um, kid friendly, but um, you know recently I think it's just the I think it's the competition. Just you know Seth Rollins, AJ Styles. Kevin Owens putting, you know, Sinchke, like you said, putting out five-star matches. I mean, matches that, you know, we haven't seen, you know, like this in a long, very long time. And, of course, with the uh, women's re- uh, revolution uh, evolution that's going on right now, um, definitely. They're, you know, back then, I mean, they were getting 30-second 30, 30 matches, like slot time. Like, hey, you, you go out there, 30 seconds, you're back. And it was like a and, brawn panties match or a pillow yeah, match. And, and yeah. I mean, just now they're going out there, they're putting out 10-minute matches. I mean, they're putting out five-star matches. They're headlining, you know, main events. I mean, it's, you know. Do I you like that they're putting out, Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> um the addition of Ronda Rousey, I think, was amazing as well. We're going to see her. I think she is going to headline WrestleMania this year or, you know, next year. 
Um, so <laughs> I think with everything that's going on, you know, Triple H, like you said, great pick. I think it's just the overall competition. Just these guys that are going out there putting out these kind of matches. is It's, it's awesome to see. All right. Um, you know, Jason's going to totally hate me for this. He worked with me long enough to know that I challenge him on everything and anything that he says. His question, in the modern era, 80s till now, what wrestler slash wrestlers has the, had the biggest impact on bringing back wrestling to what it is today? Jason Tay, wrestling sucks. Absolute trash. So that's a stupid question. Absolutely stupid question. What, what do you mean brings it back today? Like, that's ridiculous. That wrestling product right now is no good. It might be good for you and your two young children because it's PG or because you want to sit there and watch Divas. Wrestling sucks now. I'm sorry. I, I can't even sit through a whole Raw. I'd rather watch The Bachelorette than watch Raw. Okay. I mean, now now so you're crossing bored. the line here. I'm, yeah, I, I know think it's me and Gary are going to you know go against you on this. Yeah, one. I think we're going to have to now. I, I do not agree. I mean, the, the product is not what it was in the 90s of course that was nothing's going to ever touch the 90s i wholeheartedly disagree with you i don't think you are watching enough nxt I mean, AJ, aj styles versus shinsuke this past year that, that rivalry was aj styles aj styles and great, anybody give, so, give me another good match great match no no great, give me another i just one. i just did aj styles and anybody anybody Seth okay Rollins cool okay cool so so he so he feuded with cena for six months and he feuded with shinsuke for six months so he hasn't fought anybody else he's fought roman he's fought brock he's fought owens yeah he's fought everybody that, that oh, kevin owens and braun Strowman. great match oh my you, god yeah because you've agreed because he threw him off hell in a cell i, know, I didn't even i, know I didn't care about that and by the way it wasn't it was hell awesome. in a cell it wasn't hell in a cell so you don't even pay attention so thank you very much i watched it and i'm pretty sure we all had the same reaction to that so i don't hear that who cares a cage hell in a cell he got thrown off of it just like everybody else does now or you're crazy you they are absolutely. If crazy. this was 2008, sorry, I'd agree with you. But no, I mean that's the with you NXT. Have, NXT. The matches in NXT are even crazy. And can I you even name me it. any wrestler in NXT? You have a guy. Name me a wrestler in NXT. Jack Gallagher. Suck it. Jack Gallagher. What's his name? Gallagher. You Same fool. Yeah, it's Gallagher. That's how it's spelled. He's English and he's stupid. No, it's Gallagher. He's, white, and, he's whiter than Brandon. And he is a nobody on NXT. Just, so nice won trash the NXT one. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You just. Tomas, you just asked me to name an NXT guy, and I did. Yeah, so I did. Okay, so don't bash but, me. I was right. I, okay, you are absolutely Thank right. You. I will give you that. But you are wrong in saying that it is trash right now. It is not trash. I agree with Brandon. If it was 08, 07, 09, I think it was trash until Jericho came back in 08. When he came back 07. in... Was it 07? Yeah. So he came back, which is hard to believe it was 11 years ago, and then he was Dude, you know, you, fighting Orton. You loved Orton. Orton put on good matches. Orton did put on good matches, but Orton's not the same now. When Jericho oh, came back, okay. he so made it better. So there's, one guy like who, had, so there's one guy who had good matches, just like there is you now. Had Cena, you had Cena and Edge, and you had Cena and Orton. All three of those guys were putting on amazing matches. Are you kidding me? And Kevin Owens always puts on a great match. I'm just going to say that. AJ Styles always puts on a great match. Orton still can put on a great match. Seth Shinsuke Rollins, puts Finn on Balor, they all yeah, put on amazing they matches. They all put on amazing matches. I would say Miz, amazing. Ziggler, yeah, the Miz McIntyre. Let's not, let's not use amazing every time I, I watch. Oh, oh yeah, because that, that Ziggler-Rollins Iron Man was just so entertaining. Ziggler still puts on good matches, man. He yes, normally he does. does. I actually like Ziggler. I like Ziggler and a lot. As much as I hate sorry, Roman Reigns, he puts lately. on good matches. He does not put on good matches. Oh, get out of no, here. He does not. Stop. Get out of here. And I'm telling one a year. And then you've had a champion who's been around for three years who all he does is okay people through we will all agree on that we will all, all agree right. on that that is a whole but look what happened i want you to see what happened brock shows up last week look at their viewership last week and then look at their youtube views last week well, yeah, brock sells. draws money so, so they're always going to have brock take the title off him at least but he's but, always going to draw uh, money uh, like say you and don't need to do the same this is what and time. you mark my words right here 
he is going to remain a free agent this whole time because he's going to bounce back and forth between UFC of and course. WWE because he's going to get his money. He knows what he's doing. He's a selfish, greedy person. He admits Absolutely. it. He hates people. He's up. Where does he live? He lives, He has North property. North Dakota. North Dakota, yeah. and he has property in what, Canada? Yeah. Where he just goes and he does his thing. He just sits there. Yeah, exactly. And, and he gets to go home and bang Sable. Sable. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say that. Yes, I'm, I'm just did. saying. I mean, I don't think it's a good product right now. I'm sorry. And oh my gosh, I, I'm happy. Why? I'm happy you guys don't agree with me on that. I really am. How is and it maybe, not maybe a good right. product? Maybe I do need to watch. Okay, more. it's not, not a good product. You, you do need Please to watch tell more. me it's not a good product. Why Fox and NBC combined just paid 480 Dude, million dollars a year? PG, they can get every every it's, kid in the world. It loves has it. been PG no. for the last 10 years. More than, and, more than that. that. And they were still and not making that down. money. He he basically Vince tripled his money per year on TV deals. On Did TV he or deals is it because right now the economy is booming. It could be that too. Okay. The economy's been doing pretty well. He's also been for on, the last and you know 7 what? 8 years. He's also been on USA forever, you know why? Cuz that's the only freaking place that t- took him. No, what? that's not they true. They were on Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi is trash. And you do know the only one that took him because during the Attitude Era, nobody you, else. You do understand because of how dirty it you was. You do understand. There you go. That's my point. So until they see now, it's taken him 15 years to well, yeah, finally get a good TV hey, deal. Buddy, you're still, buddy, you're still I just want to throw this there. You know, most of these are owned by NBC, so it's just an NBC thing. And I just want to throw this out here. Okay, who WC, WCW. What network were they on? Turner's network. He well, owned yeah, the damn no, company. No it's crap. the same shit. It it's the same shit. That has nothing to do with anything. How does it not? You just told me about TV. They're the only people that would take it. Only people that would take it. You just said that they're owned by, yeah, everyone's owned by ABC, NBC, or CBS, or Fox, or Turner. That's it. There's only five things. It's a monopoly. Turner. Well, everything's it's a monopoly. Freaking Comcast monopoly. owns a lot of stuff. So I don't want to hear that. I don't care. If he's not on NBC, which is cable, I mean, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So I think Stat Guy's coming in. What What is Stat Guy bringing us? Is it a dead animal? It. That I, it smells sm- delicious. Smells so like bananas. That guy, you brought us banana oh, bread. Brandon's gonna be disappointed. Look at this. No, I actually Look love at banana this. bread. Banana bread. Oh, you love banana bread, but not banana it's, it's weird. I know. I I I, li- I love banana bread. Banana muffins. Banana bread. But just not banana Thank, pudding. No, that just doesn't I, I, make sense. I wonder. Hold on. He's he's giving us some kind of sign language. I think he also broke into the ex's house and took the banana bread. Thank you so much, Stack. You know what? He's back. This week, he's a good guy. He's He he made it this week. And you know what I heard? You know what I heard, Bear? Because I'm going to jump off this. We've had fun arguing about this. But I heard that Stack guy is going to have a Twitter. Is he? Can you believe that he is going to have a Twitter? Really? I, I, I'm absolutely shocked that Stack guy would have a Twitter. Um, does he even know how to use Twitter? He's the, going the Twitter global, machine? man. I don't know. He's he's a tweeter, Twitter, twatter. Wow, is he? He might be. I don't know. I just, I just assume that was something you knew. I feel like you hang out with Stack Guy a lot more than Brandon and myself do. Uh, no, I don't really hang out with Stack Guy. I know he hangs out with the ex-wife, which you know, whatever. Eh, that happens. Yeah, I know. I, I he's he leaving did give now. He us that buffalo chicken dip, so that was nice. Yeah, he did. I, and see, I'm starting to wonder if he just kind of went in there and laid some pipe on her to get that buffalo chicken dip and that banana bread. He may have. I don't know. Maybe that's how he got it. Oh, man. But I got the he got us some more dip, but I went in there and stole it. But he might have come back. You know what? I, you you were probably right earlier. Feel bad for the boyfriend of Stack Guy. Maybe Stack Guy is the boyfriend. Well, maybe he's been tricking you the whole time. Huh. He did just he leave does, again. Yeah, so. he does disappear a lot. He's like, yeah. yeah. What a schmuck. Oh wow. Well, hey, Jason, thank you uh, for the question. We will. Yeah, we might have to debate this in the future. We're, we're going to have to. Definitely. Oh, we're going to debate it off air. I know. We're gonna. That. We're gonna put Barry. I know he already watches the WWE network. Hey, network but he's well, gonna have to do some more. All research. Bear. All Bear likes now. Have you noticed this? He tends to like. 
go towards different types of women things, you know, like the Bachelorette. And he likes, I like Charlotte because she's fun. Whoa, and I know whoa, you whoa, think whoa, she's, whoa, I know whoa, you think whoa, she's hot. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I've liked Charlotte way before I knew Hot Friends, so don't even go there. Well, Charlotte I'm, was going to be my wife. And yeah. even she's putting, <laughs> she on, still might she, be. She's putting on great matches. She you is. Stop it! Great matches. They are great matches. Yeah. No, no, stop before great matches. She's putting out for me. <laughs> <laughs> she is. And uh, so what what we have to kind of wrap up the show is something I wanted to add to this is since Bear it thinks it's trash now, so for Brandon and I and Bear, what's going to bring WWE back over the next five years? And five years from now, so we're talking 2023, who are the top guys, girls if you want, that are going to carry the company? Um, I'll, I will start. And, you know, I, I, that wasn't a joke. That was a serious rant. But all joking aside, the, the women definitely are going to carry this company. Charlotte and Ronda absolutely will. That's that's where they're at. They're in a, you know, they're, they're in a women's revolution, as we said, 100 times. There's no way that they're not going to. Um, obviously, if I have to choose on the guy side, you know, Seth Rollins, I, I think that that dude is, I think he's pretty awesome. I like I like him. He can be a, an awesome face. Which is he right now? I think he is, right? Yes. But him as a heel, oh, man, dude, he was awesome. I, I loved him as a heel with, uh, what was he, with Ambrose and Barrett or whoever? Well, he was with Roman. Roman, that's what it was. I, I forget. Oh, when he was on top of his game as a heel, he was with uh, Triple H. Yes. Yes. When he turned his back on the shield. Yeah, that was kind of when I just started rewatching, and I wonder why he had the pedigree, and I was so confused. I was like, why is he doing the pedigree? Right. I think, Gary, I think actually you explained it to me on why. Yes, I probably did. But, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, Rollins, definitely Rousey and Flair keeping it. I mean, everyone loves Flair. She's going to just keep running as she's going. But anyway, on the on the guy's side, like I said, it's, it's going to be Rollins. I totally agree. Um, Rollins was actually my first thing on here. Currently he is 32 years old. Uh, so that would put him at 37. AJ Styles right now is sitting at 41. Finn Balor actually is in his late 30s. So these guys are going to carry the company. Um, two names that I had on there. I had a bunch of names that are, are still going to be around. Roman's going to be around. Drew's going to be around. Dean's going to be around. Bray's going to be around. Kevin Owens will be around. Strowman will be around. They're all you know, mid to lower 30s. But two guys that I think are going to be there and carry it are Ricochet, who is only 27, who is in NXT. If you know who Ricochet is, you probably don't. No. And you need to check him out. And then Velveteen Dream. This kid is only 22. He is Velveeta Dream? (laughs) Yes, Velveeta Cheese Dream. Oh, Velveeta. (laughs) No, Velveteen Dream. 22 years old. He's been feuding with Ricochet. When we get off the air, I'm going to show you the most awesome thing that, that Ricochet and Velveteen Dream did in NXT. It'll just, I think this will actually floor you. And I'm going to kind of agree with you. NXT, I know you think that WWE's product is trash. I will say that NXT's product is better and what they're doing, the wrestling, the storylines, very good. Brandon, what do you got? Well, even the, the European um, division that they got going out there, what is it, Pete Dunn? That guy, that match that he had with, um, I can't think of the guy's name, but that was amazing. Um, next five years, like you were saying, those guys, all the names that Gary just said, I'm not going to repeat them. They're, they're still going to be here. AJ, yeah, he's 42, uh, 41 or 42? 41. 41. He's still, I mean, that'll, yeah, that'll put him 46. He'll still be here. You think um, so? I think he will. I think he's, I mean, he's not going to be wrestling every day, but he's, he'll still be there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm not going to repeat all the names Gary put out, but that's, that's, what I, that's what I think. Well, 
and uh, I thank you for agreeing. And uh, Bear, I no think it's not going to happen often. Yeah, I know. And we actually agreed with Bear. Uh, we agreed to disagree with Bear, I should say. Um, I think this podcast uh, today has been fun. Episode four has been a lot of fun today. Uh, we actually cut it short. It ran long early. I was I was concerned we were going to run it really long. Um, thank you again, everybody, for listening. Keep the questions coming at OTL Sports Pod on Twitter, Facebook. Hit us up, Podbean. You Podbean, can respond yeah. to things. I mean, yeah, you know, Twitter at OTL Sports Pod, Facebook Over the Line Sports Podcast. You know, leave us comments, leave us reviews, leave us whatever you'd like. Um, we don't care if it's negative or positive. We've said a hundred times. You know, we we want any feedback we can get, and we want your questions. We've been getting questions, so thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Zan. Everyone else that's given that. You know, keep it coming. Um, I'm not sure if we've decided who we're going to preview yet next week. Do we want to make that decision right now? No, let's Football go ahead. Do we what do we got? Go ACC? I'm good with ACC. Well, ACC, we're going to throw Notre Dame in there, so that gives us a week to trash Notre Dame and think about it. And then what about the NFL? What do we got? Want to go AFC West? Uh, we might as well keep going in the AFC. I like it. There. Okay. I AFC West, and AFC we, West. we have a few weeks. So after this, uh, after this next week's podcast, I think, which will be Episode 5, for episode six, we're going to start doubling up on things because we're running out of time yep. when it comes into the NFL and college starting. Just, just, just NFL. I mean, that's where we need to double up. The college, we're just doing the five. I mean, we could double up one and do a Toledo Bowling, not full Mac, but just Toledo Bowling Green preview, maybe make a fun bet or something like that. Um, next Toledo week, all the way, baby. Absolutely. Go Rockets. Go Falcons. Next, next week, um, also be previewing SummerSlam, as that is August 19th. Yes, we will so be doing will, SummerSlam. We will do a preview of that. Um, and then, obviously, golf will do a PGA Championship recap, NASCAR at Michigan, and give you guys some more picks. Hopefully, uh, you use our picks, since we will be dropping this. It will be Wednesday morning, so you'll be able to get in some of our picks for golf for sure, and definitely NASCAR. So, hopefully, if you guys play DraftKings FanDuel, if you bet – Bovada, I know we use. I put in a couple bets for golf on Bovada. So if you use any of that and you win a little bit of money, um, you know, go ahead and send us a tip, or maybe just a review, a five star review. And uh, we are also one podcast away from Spotify, by the way. As long as they take us, and they should take us. And uh, right now, just so people are aware, I know a lot of people like to use iTunes. We uh, they are having a lot of issues with their podcast site. And it just keeps, they're in a loop. You sign in, and Bear tried it, I tried it, Brandon tried it, and they tried to, and it just keeps looping back to the beginning. I don't understand it's, it's, it. It's one of the most frustrating things I think I've ever done, and then I keep trying to find ways around it and watching stuff, and then we are trying very hard to get onto iTunes. I know a lot of people have the iPhone now. You know, it's it's huge. It's very easy for you guys. I've heard that Podbean doesn't, um, you know, it, it won't show you when it pops up like it will on iTunes. So when we download it, it won't pop up. I really wish that would happen. That's why you guys got to look out on our Twitter and Facebook and see. We will, I will share when these drop and give you the link so you can go right to it, make it easy for you, so you know when it is. But any day we do this, you know, look for the next day and look for our updates on Facebook and Twitter. We'll definitely let you know when we're going to drop these next podcasts. Hopefully, I'm going to work a little bit more this week as we have an extra day starting next week. Try to find out what's going on with iTunes. <laughs> right. Um, I'll, I'll try to be as calm as possible but i almost broke my phone in half doing that last time so. yeah i believe it and um, again go ahead brandon no i was just gonna say um make sure you're following us on twitter make sure you're following us on facebook like our page follow our page on facebook uh let us know any questions you got next week afc west we just said so how's john gruden going to do how's patrick mahomes going to do 
ACC is Clemson going to get back there? You know how you know and Notre send, Dame fan. How's Notre Dame all do? your questions bashing Notre Dame and Gary and yeah. I will one hundred percent agree with you. And you can listen to Brandon get really angry next no. week. It's going to be awesome. I think it, yeah, We're going to rag Notre Dame at six and six, and yeah, we'll, we'll no, they'll see. go more than six and six. And so. I want I want to see what these guys. I want to see why these guys actually hate Notre Dame. But we'll we'll get onto that hey, next. We'll you get know onto that next week. We will talk about that because Rudy sucks, and I'm just going to throw <laughs> no. that out there. I met Rudy him. He's awesome. Got sucks. his autograph. Wasn't he, wasn't he offsides? Yeah, offsides. He's not offsides. Definitely offsides. He was over the line. Over the line. There at, you go. Was he at OTL Sports Podcast? Uh, no, he so was So Rudy there. was at OTL Sports Podcast. Well, he was at he OTL was, Sports Pod. Uh, yeah, remember they we don't have the cast. Yeah, they can't But, you know, it, it is okay. Letters. Again, hey, thanks. Uh, hey, we got that clothing. Who's our sponsor again? All wear clothing. All we wear clothing. It. Can't wait for that banana hammock. I'm really excited. I cannot wait to you to get that bright orange banana <laughs> hammock. Hot friend is going to enjoy it. Hot friend. It sounds like you might enjoy it a little bit more than her. Oh, I might, man. If you wear it to this podcast, whew, it's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. Brandon might be sweating more than he usually does. Yeah, sweating bullets. I see you covered up that eczema, though. That's a great thing there. Or Oh, wait, wait. Sunburn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes, absolutely no problem. So ag- tag offline. Again, thank you to All Wear Clothing for being the official sponsor and official merchandise provider of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Thank you as we play this off. Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson Music, and Twitter. Give him a follow. Wes, at Wes underscore infinite. We appreciate it. Thank you again for moments in time. Everybody, since they both screw this up every week, whenever you are listening to this, Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night. Thank you very much for listening. You totally ruined that. Peace. And I can't say good night anymore. You can say good night if you want to. That's not going to bother me. But I think that uh, Bear and I are going to enjoy more of this banana bread. Oh, banana.